All right, all right. What is up, everybody? We are back after a little hiatus uh, for another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast, your ultimate source for all the latest reactions in music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Lessio alongside the homie, Brandon Ogden. What, what up? How you doing? Wonderful. How are you? Wonderful. It is a lovely day. Um, beautiful weather. It's gonna get Finally, cold. Yeah. It's gonna for get like cold again. Enough to tickle your, Iowa for you. Enough to tickle your balls for a little bit. Exactly. And then, then blue and ball you. Exactly. Make them blue again. Uh, we apologize for the longer layover. It's been a little bit longer than our uh, normal two weeks. I was sick and work and other shit got in the way. But we're back. We have a lot to get into. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different other than draft dogs this week. Uh, it's going to be fun. An so extended version. Pretty much. It'll be fun. But uh, let's get right into it. So the shoot the shit uh, segment. Um, any new music, movies, shows, yeah, actually, anything? I think this is probably the most new stuff I've had since. Okay. So let's see. Well, we both saw Ready Player One, yes. which if you haven't watched the Unfiltered Cinematic, go watch that. You get mm-hmm. our breakdown of True. it. Our score. We both liked we it. We both liked it a lot um, and gave pretty pretty high scores, actually. Yeah. So, um, we're also, at some point, going to keep track of all of our scores. Yeah. We're going to keep a running tally. That way, we can kind of see. I'll have to go back and yeah, actually do it. Yeah, and see what our scores were for each movie. In December, I think I'll probably put out an article and kind of like yeah, document cool. it. That'd be so, cool. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Um, also watch Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Ragnarok, yes. Ragnarok. And you, I was surprised with your reaction after this. Yeah, so I, I actually am uh, – I know you're not a huge Thor fan and you haven't really seen any of the yeah. standalones. I am actually – I wouldn't say I'm a huge Thor fan, mm-hmm. like the superhero itself, but the standalone movies I actually do really enjoy. Yeah. You said you like how dark they are. They're Is pretty right? dark, um, which that's why very good storylines. Um, Natalie Portman's great in them. Um, this one was a complete like 360, 180, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, from those orig- from those other standalones, uh, it was very Guardians of the Galaxy meets Hunger Games. Is the best way I can put it. Okay, um, so kind of like comedic, but with kind of a war music and then like it was kind of like hunger games in the sense where like it was almost like gladiator where it's like him versus hulk type thing okay um it was just kind of a weird it was a weird vibe it was just not something you're used to with thor not necessarily good not necessarily bad okay just a lot different um some of it felt really forced it's like they just wanted to like show you a new planet or something okay um so I, d- I still definitely need to see it before Avengers comes out, and that's coming up on like a couple weeks, yeah, like yeah, two or three weeks, right? got a lot of binge watching. To the yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to get done, I'll be honest with you. But like One of the flaws that I saw in it was so the Hulk's in it for a lot of the movie, and I didn't think like humans could be on Asgard. I thought it was- Asgard? As- I think it's was I don't is it guard? I don't know. I don't fucking know. You're more of a Thor guy than me, so I just thought it was Asgard. But. Um, but Bruce Banner did make it, and like was himself on there. So I thought that was. I don't know if that was oh that's the human version of it. Yeah, I don't know okay. if that's something I was missing or if that's like maybe I just don't know. Maybe they are. Yeah, because he he could never take Natalie Portman there. And maybe huh. it's because they couldn't transport. I don't know if hmm. because they flew there instead. I don't know. Whatever. Um, it, it was okay. It was probably my least favorite Marvel movie wow. besides maybe Doctor Strange. Really? 
Yeah. See, like ratings wise, like Rotten Tomatoes wise, it's like one of the best. It's in the nineties. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, I still. I mean, I still would like. Yeah, to Yeah. I see mean, it I would still say it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. It's that's not. I mean, that's not a knock. Yeah. On it. I was I, look. I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes like. Uh, the worst one to the best one. Black Panther is the best one, ninety-seven percent. The worst one, I think, um, maybe the Hulk, the standalone Hulk before they lost yeah. the rights. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. Yeah, it was like sixty-seven. Which uh, no, actually, it was Thor: Dark the Dark World, the really? second one. Hmm. That was sixty-six or something. But still, it wasn't rotten. That's still right, like yeah. a good score. Right. Kinda. So it, to say it's like my least favorite is yeah, it's still putting it relatively in good company. Yeah, you know what I mean. So for sure, um, uh, there's a lot of new music. I feel like yes. Got, well, like, what 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 have you been listening to? Well, we got uh, the weekend dropped. I think yep. since the last you you got you got a chance to listen to I it. I did. I mean, it's it's an easy listen. It's yeah, only it's six, only six songs. songs. Listen to it once through. Uh, I mean, it was okay. It, it it did kind of feel like it was going back to the trilogy vibes. Little okay. House of Balloons. Well, I, I have that on the docket. We can break it down kind of further when yeah, we get then, there. But then we got Cardi B dropped her album, yep. which was yep. surprisingly good to you, me. You listened to it? I did. Yeah, I, I, did. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. I was really surprised. I didn't check out the track list or anything before to see Chance on there. Yeah, that well, was a really interesting. Collab. She kept it hidden when she released the track list. Uh, you know how they always kind of release the backside of the yeah. CD or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't on that song, so hmm. she's like, "I got a couple surprises too." Yeah. So that one and SZA, um, yeah. they were both kind of surprise appearances. But that's one of my favorite songs. I low key like the kind of Spanish one, the "I like it like yeah. that." Yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I thought it was just, overall. Yeah, I pretty, mean, I it was mean, a fun album. Exactly. It's an, you. You got to know going in what you're gonna right. get. If you're um, expecting deep. Yeah, you know, no, that's not Cardi B. So. Yeah, Cardi B, just her personality, like seeing her in interviews, she's fucking funny. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta like that. Um, and then her music kind of translates. It's fun. Honestly, it, it is trappy and kind of gangsta, but um, she does it in her own fun way. I, I enjoyed it. I did not think uh, I, I would too. enjoy Same. it, but Same. I was, Pleasantly I was surprised by exactly. Um, we got a new Drake song. Love it. Fuck. So good, dude. Oh, my God. So good. Did, did you Have you been able to watch the video yet? I still yet? haven't watched I'm the video. I'm telling you, the video makes it 10 times Does better. It? Yes. I'll have to watch the video. Yeah. I heard, um, was there a lot of like celebs in it or something or guest appearances? Yeah, a lot of uh, female celebrities. It was kind of like a nod to female yeah. empowerment. Um, it was good, and it, I, I personally think it makes the song better. Um, so there's that. I've listened to a couple albums. There's a dude named Saba. He's on. Uh, remember Chance's Angels. song Angels? Yeah. He dropped an album. Very good. It's it's a more of a storytelling album. Okay. Um, now is he a rapper or is he more R and B? No, he's a, he's a rapper. He's, he, okay. he's kind. I don't want to say he's like a weirdo rapper, but he kind of does these weird voices. Um, like, but uh, like Tyler Creator weird? No, or like? no. He's like a normal dude. He's not like eating cockroaches in his okay. videos and shit. But uh, like Chancellor, he's from Chicago, right, so right. Chancellor rappers on the album. Uh, it's just a really good like storytelling, um, you know, introspective album. So I would I'd recommend that. Nicki Minaj dropped two songs today. Um, I heard those she yet. she, uh, she was on Beats One Radio and premiered the two new songs. Um, she announced she's like coming out with an album yeah. documentary as well. And, um, 
she said on the documentary she talks about the meek mill situation i think there's a little beef with cardi b possibly brewing well Um, so i I get mixed reports on that because i heard that she initially was going to drop her album around the same time as cardi b but then like really pushed it back out of respect for like oh you know women rappers so i don't know maybe those are just lies yeah so i so I didn't actually get to listen to the interview on Beats 1. I was reading Twitter and the reactions to it. And I saw a quote that said, um, Nicki Minaj said, Cardi B hasn't genuinely shown me any love in interviews, which I thought was kind of a little conceited. Just that quote, it may have been in a different light when you actually listened to the interview. But it just kind of like, why the fuck does she need to show you love? You know what I mean? But, um, and there was something that I just read on Twitter before we hopped on the podcast that says something along the lines of like, um, you know, the song motorsport, it's the, it's Migos. I think it might be Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. So apparently, uh, Nicki Minaj on an unreleased version of it, uh, name drop Cardi B in kind of a bad light. So. Mm. I don't know. I we I have it on I the docket. Like every... We can talk about it in the music okay, segment. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll okay. Save it for that. Okay, um, yeah. So let's get to. Um, we have we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're gonna really break down our pop culture madness that we're doing in place of draft dogs. So that'll take up a little bit of time, but then we can get into some other shit. Um, so first things first, I took a fucking L. Yeah, you want to get that get that punishment yeah, ready, yeah, dog? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. So Trey took an L. Oh. The Russian bots did not pull through for him this time. All those fake need, burner accounts. I need to make the bur- more burner accounts. Got to make more of them. Okay. I feel like it's really evened out. Yeah, our, our, our totals. Uh, I'm feeling good about you, it. You can't, you can't say that it's it's skewed now because I mean well, you've been winning. Well, you've been winning. Let's just say every L I take, there'll be a reason why. <laughs> But anyway, so for Trey's, so what we're going to do, we're going to do something a little different uh, Mm. than uh, Draft Dogs this time. We're going to do um, kind of a March Madness um, bracket of kind of everything Are You Entertained represents. um, Exactly. With music, movies, TV, and sports. Um, it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to tweet out the bracket. Yep. Um, we're going to tweet out our brackets. If you guys want to make brackets and tweet at us or say, I think, should we, should we put out a poll this week and like, I don't who know. had a better bracket? Yeah, like who yeah. you thought picked a better bracket yeah. and then we can we'll put out a, a blank or one. A loser off that and then, then we can have people yeah. fill out their brackets and tell us what they yeah. think. Tweet us your final four, your champion, whatever you want to do. Exactly. Um, but so what, so what we're doing here. I guess before I do my punishment. Yeah. So each region is going to be kind of different. So there's going to be a movies region. There's going to be a TV region, uh, uh, music. a music region, and a sports region. So we mostly cover rap music. So we're doing rap albums. We decided to do athletes because it's just kind of yeah. easier, more convenient for th- what we're doing Bracket. here. Uh, and then we're doing movies and TV shows. So it's going to be fun. Um, obviously, when it gets down to Final Four, you can make arguments like, why is why you got to pick a TV show against the movies? Yeah. But that's well, just that what, probably that's fair. Just, that's just what makes it fun compared to the versus athletes album. versus yeah. the albums. Yeah. But so it'll be it's just for fun. We can kind of talk about what perspective we're taking, I guess, yeah. as we move we'll, forward. We'll probably we'll explain like our picks. It might take a little bit, but yeah. we're gonna go through the whole bracket and it's gonna be fun. So yeah. So for Trey's punishment from last 
last episode. I, I got to sing the whole week. damn song. Uh, maybe just a couple bars. <laughs> or do 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 like a, a oh, verse yeah. or two. Do a verse uh, and a chorus. Uh, right. So for Trey's punishment, he is going to be singing one of the TV show's theme songs mm. that is in the bracket, and yes. that is Friends. Classic. The Classic. the mic is yours. D- can I get like a beat from you, and then I'll start it up? Oh. Okay, okay. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke, your love's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. Uh, when it hasn't been your day, your, your week, day. your month, or, or even, even your, your year, but I'll be there for you when Ooh. the rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you Ooh. like you've been there before. <laughs> I'll be there for you. Slow it down for me with the chorus. Because you're there for me too. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> there it is. What do you think? That There's another terrible. verse, but I've never yeah, no, heard that's okay. this one. <laughs> that's okay. No one needs to know the lost verse. The lost verse. I thought that was beautiful. That was I beautiful. I think you serenaded some of the, the folks out there. Remember, Hell ladies, yeah. he's single. <laughs> you can have that single voice in. Oh, All yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. We'll get into that with the trainees <laughs> love segment later. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get into our bracket, man. Okay. Be curious. We have not seen each other's brackets. Yes. Did you get a? Did you cop a peek at mine? Or? I did not. Okay, good. What do you want to start All with? All right, let's, let's just do it from like left down, right yeah. down. So we're going to break it down region by region. Yeah. Instead of going like all the first round, all the second round. Yeah. We're so go we're going to go all the way region. to the final four with one region. You want me to start? Yeah. All right. So we're going to, let's start with movies. Um, so I picked the movies. I, I'll, I'll fairly. You picked all of them. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll fairly say that. I, I showed it to Brandon and he kind of gave it the approval. So it's kind of a mix of. It's going to be like my you entertain. Yeah. Like, like favorite movies blended with some movies that I think are widely deemed as the great some of the right. greatest and most like, of this is going to be our generational stuff yeah it's and not, so so I, I threw in like citizen kane and casablanca because they're widely considered right. you know greatest, greatest movies. movies but um i threw in like wolf of wall street and shit like that because right. i love wolf of wall street so yeah. there's going to be a mix of my favorites and uh critically what i acclaimed. critically acclaimed there you go so um really I tried my hardest to go seed wise, like what I think yeah, you is did. one. Seeding was some terrible. Of, some of them was it was it's fucking hard, dude. Seeding was bad. It's fucking hard, dude. Seeding screwed a lot of my bracket. Yeah. It, when we get to TVs, it's gonna be funny for Brandon. <laughs> so the first matchup is the Godfather versus Titanic. First off, great value, Titanic as a sixteen seed. Yes. I mean I mean, we know this year that a sixteen seed can beat a one. So it's, it's possible. It is very possible. So I know a lot of people think that the six-hour fucking movie is one of the greatest movies ever, but uh, Godfather versus Titanic. I, of course, went with Godfather. Because, I did as well because I mean it's just iconic. I love mob movies. Um, even if it's not a mob movie, I think for a majority of film fans, you it's can movie, you can yeah. see it as an iconic piece of cinematography. So, and one of the rare mob movies that's more dialect. Than oh yeah, actual action, which is it's. I would, it, I would say 
I would say it definitely like explains how the right. mafia works. It's not like an action movie. Yeah. It's not if really you're going a movie. for blood, violence, yeah. and all that, and gore. No, it's not really your movie. It, it explains how the mafia works. Right. And some people a lot of it would, behind the scenes. Some people would argue that it's it's slow, and it, it yeah, is slow. It can be. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Godfather for both of us. Then. Yep. All right. The next matchup is Pulp Fiction versus Forrest Gump. I feel, I, like, I feel like I feel like movies. We should pick our winner based off movie quotes. <laughs> Same. And I was running. <laughs> Lost like a box of chocolates. <laughs> yeah, I went. I went Forrest Gump. I did too. I mean, I think probably one of the most iconic. Yeah, movie it's, characters. It's one of the most iconic movies. Period. Yeah. I think Pulp Fiction is kind of a fun, trippy movie, but Tarantino. Quentin yeah. Tarantino's great best cast. movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So I had to throw a little nod to Tarantino, but I think Forrest Gump takes the cake there. All right, we'll move on. Goodwill Hunting versus Schindler's List. Schindler's List is not one of my like favorite yeah. movies, but when I looked up multi- to have Schindler's List be your favorite movie. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't think there's that's, too many of that's that. Pretty, crowd that's out pretty there. deep. <laughs> but like when you look, I tried to look at like multiple lists to yes. kind of form my yeah. rankings, and on just about every list, it's on there. So yeah, I, I, I threw it in there. Threw it in there. Um, I went with Goodwill Hunting because it's personally one of my favorite movies. Uh, iconic. Robin Williams, R.I.P. Great performance, Matt Damon. Um, just, just a good fucking and movie. To, how do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? The, the nod to two young um, aspiring f- film writers, film yeah. actors, write a movie together in college, and it yeah. wins best picture. That's a good point. Uh, ben Affleck and yeah. Matt Damon. They so, wrote it, and I also went with Goodwill Hunting. All right, Robin shit. Williams. We're we're it. we're, uh, we're all the same here. We'll <laughs> see okay. if we That's we okay. uh, break break off. Uh, this one, this I feel ne- like first round will probably be close. Close, and then it'll get okay weird after. This that. next one is tough because it's comedy versus drama. Yeah. Um, I I put the Dark Knight versus Step Brothers, and like I said, I didn't put like comedy versus comedy. I tried to do it my best ability with you know seating. Yeah. Uh, so I picked Dark Knight. Um, it's tough. Step Brothers is one of my favorite funny movies, yeah. but Dark Knight is so iconic. Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker is just, it sets the bar for superhero movies. I don't think there hasn't been a, a better one, and it's going to be tough to top. Um, Heath Ledger sets the bar for villains. It's just it, it's just amazing. Christopher Nolan is the director. It's just hard to beat, so I went with Dark Knight. And, and here, here we go. go. I also went with the dark. Knight. Oh shit! See <laughs> the face, the face you were giving me. I was like, "Damn, you went with nah, Step Brothers." You're like, nah. "You were." I thought you were saying, "Damn, you fucked up." No, no, no. Okay. All right. So, Dark Knight for Brandon too. All right. The next one, our only sequel on the list, The Godfather Two. Um, the best sequel of all time. I that think that's easily fair to say. Uh, so, Godfather Two. This is a toughie for us. Uh, so I threw in one Star Wars I, on on a couple lists. Um, this this one movie of the Star Wars series was on it, and uh, that's a New Hope. So I threw or in a New Empire Hope. Empire Strikes Back. You could argue. You could argue. Be. On here we put New Hope. I really wanted to put just Star Wars period, but yeah, then I feel like that fair. would be not that. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair. Um, you go first with this one. All right. <laughs> I went part two. Really? I went Godfather Part wow, 2. Wow, that had to be hard. It, it was hard. That was, <laughs> one of the, that was one of the, probably the toughest first round matchup in the movies, I thought. Um, 
but yeah, that was that was a tough one for me. Okay, I I went Star Wars. This is more kind of like like a person. Like I love Godfather two. I love Godfather one. But uh, Star Wars, I mean, has consumed mo- yeah. like a lot of our lives. Yeah. Um, you know, movie wise, we break them down. We love them. We're geeks about it. Uh, really though, when it comes down to it, the reason why I picked it is because. It, the the kind of world building, the fact that yeah. this is the beginning of George Lucas's creation. I think I think I've read that it all came from a dream that he had. Yeah. So just the fact that it brings this whole cinematic universe to life, like Absolutely. we're still doing it years later. So I think you have to give a nod to the world building of Star Wars: A New Hope. So that's why I picked that one. Um, okay, you picked Godfather 2. Moving on, Goodfellas. That's a that's kind of one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, you could argue it doesn't deserve to be on this list, but I threw it in there, so fuck you. Uh, Goodfellas versus Casablanca. One of your favorites versus one of my favorites. Really? One of your favorites. Casablanca is one of my favorites. I couldn't remember if it was Citizen Kane or Casablanca no, that you Casablanca. really like. Casablanca. Probably okay. some of the greatest movie quotes ever from that movie. Shit. Goodfellas 2, my friend. <laughs> uh, what is I, it the first fucking hole i ever done <laughs> funny how like a clown make you laugh i went casablanca really okay okay that's fair that's fair you went with your favorite movie i, w- I went with my favorite movie go. goodfellas go. is my favorite movie of all time uh i would say i personally like it better than the godfather in a mob movie sense yeah. because it's more modern it's it's more action uh the dialogue i think is more relatable it's just a great piece of film and Martin Scorsese is my uh, movie icon. So I had to go with Goodfellas. So next up again, this is a movie that I'll be honest, probably doesn't deserve to make this list. I just, I just like it a lot. (laughs) I think Brandon likes it too. So I put it on here. Uh, the Wolf of wall street made the cut. Um, it's going against Citizen Kane, which a lot of people, a lot of film buffs deem as one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, so, what do you got here? I went wolf. You did. I did. I, I, I did too. Yeah. I did too. Just so the reason my uh, argument for why it deserves to be on this list is you can pinpoint. I think this is this is kind of getting into more of a film philosophy, but I feel like you could pin, great movies. You can pinpoint like one theme, like and you can even say it with one phrase or quote or uh, word, and that is greed. Yeah, this is a movie about greed, and it, you just—this is the ultimate movie. If you want to learn about fucking greed, this is the movie. Yeah. So that's why I think it deserves to be on this list. Uh, a lot of people would argue, but I went with Wolf on this one. All right, next up, The Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I personally am not a Lord of the Rings fan, but um, I, I think on like IMDb's uh, best movies of all time. It's on the list, and a lot of yeah, it won. It was uh, yeah, it's one of the only like cinematic universe type right. movies sci-fi. that has, that has sci-fi, one kind of medieval. Yeah, I don't really know, um, but it, yeah, it won an Oscar. So, and a lot of people like Lord of the Rings. Um, it had the prequel, so I mean, it it has the same tendencies as Star Wars, just kind of in a different sense. So, uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King versus. Shawshank Redemption. What I went. Did, I went Shawshank. I did too. I enjoyed the Lord of the Ring movies, just the the actual ones. I've never seen any of the Hobbits, but um, 
Shawshank is one of the, I think, most iconic, maybe even underrated movies. Yeah, it's um, fucking amazing. It's so good. And like I said, when you pinpoint uh, that movie, I would say Hope. Right. Hope. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so now we do have a couple of different second round matchups. Yes. Um, but look, we'll start we'll start at the bottom yeah, so, where we left so off. So you say like when you're talking right. about yours you'll announce the right. matchup and then yeah, right. okay. So so we got Wolf of Wall Street versus Shawshank. We okay. both had this matchup in the second round. I went Shawshank Redemption on that. I did too. Okay. Mostly from what I said in the first round. Right. One of, deemed as one of the greatest movies of all time. Okay, so then we got this matchup's completely different. I have Godfather Part Two versus Casablanca. Okay, you have Star Wars: A New Hope versus Goodfellas. Yes, I'm curious to hear your answer to this one. Okay, so this was this was a tough I, one for I me. Bet it was. This was a very <laughs> tough one for me because Goodfellas is my favorite movie. Period. But I Where's went your favorite movie kind of series? franchise. Yeah. yeah. So I went with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the world building. There it's we go. The, the, the kind of like future, like we're still making Star right. Wars movies. So that's I kind of pulled back my favorite and kind of th- that was the nod to the fans out there. All right, <laughs> I like it. I went with Casablanca over Part Two. This was really? a very tough matchup. Yeah, I'm a big Godfather Part Two fan, um, but again, went with Casablanca. Just historic. Yeah, historic. You like you, you like Part Two over Part One? Right? I do. I do prefer Part okay. Two over Part okay. One. Okay, so then we got uh, we both had Goodwill Hunting versus The Dark Knight. Would you? I'm curious about this one for you. This was another tough one. Um, Kind of in the same sense as Star Wars, I went with The Dark Knight because superhero movies have blown up. Like, you can't go a fucking month without a superhero movie coming out. It's just, they've kind of diluted, I don't want to say the quality of movies, but it's just kind of, we've become immune to superhero movies. It's just kind of normal now. And I think that The Dark Knight, there's no better superhero movie. So that's why... I picked The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan, great job. Uh, Heath Ledger, R.I.P., and then Christian Bale. It's just, it's the best superhero movie, period, in my mind. So that's why I picked that. I went How about the you? opposite way. I went really? Good Will Hunting. Good okay. Will Hunting, one of my favorite movies. One yeah. of, to me, one of the best scripts, I think, in a movie, um, as far as you get really in depth, yeah. um, really like intelligent, uh, with Will Hunting as like a super genius. You get um, kind of funny, like Boston, yeah. uh, like shooting the shit with your friends. You get a love story. Uh, Robin Williams as a therapist was honestly one of my favorite roles of his probably Hell yeah. ever. Hell yeah. Um, so I went good A lot of layers hunting. to the movie. Oh, absolutely. It's a deep, deep movie. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, okay, right. then we had another one. Uh, same same uh, match at round two matchup. We both had The Godfather versus Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. I... Went with Forrest Gump did on you? this one. I did. I pulled, I, feel I, like I pulled the upset, went with Forrest. Okay. Um, I, I think for me it's because of just um, the character. Okay. I, I think the stardom of what Forrest Gump represents, who he is as a character, carries him past the Godfather. For and me. that's one that I, I could definitely see. Like there's some upsets on here. I'm like, hell no, there's no yeah. way. But that one I can definitely see. Uh, I went with Godfather again. It's just because I love mob movies. Uh, critically, I think Godfather is probably the best mob movie to like the mainstream's mind. I personally, like I said, like Goodfellas better. But um, to kind of a mainstream cinematic audience, it's Godfather. So I went with that 
for for my pick there. So okay. so then you have the Godfather verse Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yes. Would you go? This was fucking tough. Okay. I went with Dark Knight. Oh. <laughs> I went with I went okay. with I went with Dark Knight because kind of like I said in the last round, you you have these superhero movies and I think this is the top tier um just how how many superhero movies we get nowadays. I think you could put it up against The Dark Knight everyone and it None would would even compete. Mm-hmm. Now we have Avengers coming out, so right, yeah. hopefully that the will be on the level. Be. On the level, um, I would say the only superhero movie that I can think of that touches the Dark Knight in the same vicinity is Logan. Okay, which is it could be a hot take, but that's what I that's what I think. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Dark Knight. In my elite and I eight. had Goodwill Hunting versus Forrest Gump, and I went Goodwill Hunting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goodwill Hunting. That's, that's kind of a little upsets. upset, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I like that. I like that. Goodwill Hunting is a fucking great movie. It's so good. Okay. So then you have you might have Star Wars versus Shawshank. Star Wars versus Shawshank, and I have Casablanca versus Shawshank. Okay. I went with Shawshank. You did. I okay. did. This 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 um really comes down to critically wise, like it's just. P- yeah. Period. One of the best movies ever. So I had I I couldn't I couldn't Star like, Wars lost its juice. I couldn't lo- I couldn't look past that. Gu- like Shawshank is just so profound. It, yeah. It's just so good. Absolutely. Yeah. I went with Casablanca over Shawshank. Really? Yes. Damn, uh, you're going favorite over. Okay. I don't know. You. I, I think if you asked maybe older critics, our generation yeah. probably. See, not. I haven't even seen Casablanca. Right. So. Uh, so older generation um, people would definitely say probably. Casablanca is better than Shawshank. Yeah. Um, if you ask, I'm going to get killed on Twitter. Um, you know, the newer generation is probably definitely going to lean Shawshank. So whatever. So then our our Elite Eight matchup is I have Casablanca versus Goodwill Hunting. Okay. You have the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight versus, versus Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah. I went with Shawshank again. You did? Okay. Shawshank is in my final four. Uh, I think out of all these movies, like, like the reason why I didn't pick Godfather was because you could argue that it's too slow. Right. It, you know, there's not enough dialogue. Um, Dark Knight, it's a superhero movie. Right. It doesn't deserve to so be in the final four. Flaw. Yeah, you know, it, just all of these. I don't want to say they have flaws, but it's like Shawshank. I think out of all the movies on the list in our bracket, uh, is the best movie that you know. Critically, it's rewatchable. It has quotes. It's it it teaches you something. I think. There's nothing that can truly beat it. Right. So. And so for mine, I actually wrote it down wrong. So I wrote the wrong <laughs> pick. My, my bracket is, is incorrect, actually. I I think the argument you just made is exactly why I took – or why I, I'm changing and going <laughs> with Goodwill Hunting okay. over Casablanca. Um, just an absolutely – from start to finish, a complete movie. Every time it's on, I'm sitting there watching yep. it. Uh, you can laugh in it. You can get emotional in it. I, I think it touches every aspect um, a mo- you want a movie to touch. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, truly a complete movie. Um, there's a lot of quotes in there. See, the, the, I'm a big movie quote guy. Oh, yeah. And there's some good ones in Shawshank, don't get me wrong, but there are some just really memorable quotes mm-hmm. in Goodwill Hunting. Hell, yeah. Um, I agree. That I, you can say to anybody and anybody mm. know. Yep. No, so I went Goodwill Hunting as my movie right. champion. Goodwill Hunting in Brandon's Final Four, Shawshank Redemption in mine. Uh, let me just say this before moving forward. Uh, this is let's let like I want people to know that this is kind of like the body of work, right? You know, so 
um, you could say, oh, it only got this much on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and, it's rewatchable. It has quote. It's right. just the body of work. And it's personal and, preference. And it's personal. Yeah, exactly. I, that, that too. And I think as long as you can preside your argument yeah. over why you picked it. Yeah. I, I feel mean, like hard to really yeah, argue too much. Honestly, it. the body of work uh, argument is more is going to be more uh, relevant in the in the album category because that's going to be that's going to be tough. But okay, so you got uh, Goodwill Hunting. I have Shawshank in the final four. Should we move to TV shows now? Okay, so the number one seed is. The Sopranos. Shocker. That could be argued, whatever. It's my fucking favorite show of all time. Um, I feel like this one's going to get weird. Yeah. This one's going to get oh, weird. Oh, this, this matchup? Per- no, this whole bracket. This bracket. Okay. This is the most wide open bracket. Okay. Again, it's it's kind of like um, I didn't really go with comedy versus comedy. I, I tried to stick to seating. Uh, so this one is The Sopranos versus The Simpsons. I'm personally not the biggest Simpsons fan, I'll be honest with you, but just the fact that it's been running for fucking 20-plus years. Predicts the future. Predicts the future. Um, I'm sure if I liked it, I would laugh. I mean, it has kind of Family Guy vibes. Um, A little cleaner, but yeah. It's it's cleaner? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I think it's fair to argue there wouldn't be a Family Guy if there wasn't Simpsons. Oh, absolutely. So in that regard, I think that's why it deserves to make this list. Um, This one was honestly pretty easy for me. I picked Sopranos. I think the first two matchups were the easiest ones for me to pick. Um, Sopranos over Simpsons, for sure. Okay. So the second matchup, we got Mad Men versus Lost. Have you ever watched any of those? I'll be honest with you. I haven't. Um, This, again, I tried to mix like favorites right, right. with um what lists say are the best shows and i um, appreciate because i i have watched all of mad men and i am a big mad men fan okay I, that's um, in the queue like i i, yeah, I would like to watch, watch. It's i would like watch. to watch it yes yeah. it's, it's not easy to watch all of them um it's kind of one of those i, I watched it when i was in college so i ha- i could like study or like dick around and just have it on in the background and you're not okay. going to miss a ton. See, I can't do that when I fucking watch TV shows. I literally have to put my phone down. Yeah. I have to turn the volume uh, up. Can, I like to pay attention. Yeah. I I mean, you, you'll have to pay attention, but there's yeah. some episodes it's hard. I won't lie. <laughs> um, but Mad Men does have one of the cooler TV show characters in Don Draper. Don Draper. Um, versus Lost. I, for me, I went Mad Men, just personal preference. Um, also, I've heard... Just how awful the, the last ending? season and ending was of Lost. Lost so I, I think that takes a big hit. So I would go yeah. Mad Men over. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these. I'll be or either of these. I'll be honest, but I've heard the last episode for uh, of purgatory. Lost sucks. Well, it d- isn't it like a dream? Doesn't I think it's it supposed to be like purgatory, like in between heaven and hell? Fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, either way, I went with Mad Men. Um, I'm a I'm a journalism dude. Uh, it's kind of advertising, I know, but yeah. that's kind of I don't want to say up my alley, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd like Mad Men, so I'll have to watch that. Come okay. this next matchup, I'm intrigued for you. Well, I threw out I threw out uh, this is Entourage versus Atlanta. Yes, I think Atlanta. It, it, like it's very new. It's in the second season. It's on FX. Highly recommend it. It's it's an innovative show. If you watch it, you would be like, "This is fucking weird." Right. The only flaw that I would say Atlanta has is the storyline. It it's there, but they honestly are focused more on like being innovative and kind of right. pushing the genre. Okay. That it's just kind of it, it is kind of weird. I don't know if you've watched any of it. I'm not. Yeah. 
but the last fucking episode was weird. But anyway, um, yeah. So I just I wanted to throw at least one newer show right. in there, I guess. So um, I, I think it. I think you, there's enough merit for Atlanta. Beyond, I haven't this seen list. it, so I can't argue it too much. Um, for me, Entourage is low key. You put me on to Entourage. Um, I binge watched the hell out of it. That was one of the fastest shows I've ever watched, man. I got yeah. so into it's it. It's awesome. Um, for me, it's one of the more underrated kind of comedies, mm-hmm. I think. I don't think it gets kind of the recognition it deserves. Yeah. Um, hilarious. Uh, pretty deep storylines at times. Yeah. Um, so for me, I went Entourage. Lloyd! Lloyd! <laughs> My favorite and fucking... And one of uh, the greatest characters. Ari, Ari Gold, Gold. One of the greatest characters. This, this is real, like... He does a lot of gay bashing, and some people might be bothered yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, but you can't be sensitive and watch him. Let, this is my favorite fucking <laughs> Ari Gold quote. He go, Lloyd goes, "Are you hiding something from me, Ari?" And he goes, "Only my dick and my asshole." <laughs> 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 Makes me fucking uh. cry every fucking time. So funny. But honestly, I'm gonna get cheesy on you a little bit. So Entourage, like, it's a fun show. It, it's like, an easy watch. It's an easy watch. Like it's not too deep, but it Only really like 25, 22 minute episodes. Yeah, it, it, they're like thirty minutes yeah. approximately. But like this show struck me on another level, um, and that's I picked Entourage. Uh, but really, I mean, some people would watch and be like, "Oh, that's a fun show," right. and they wouldn't really. Maybe you, you you could argue it doesn't deserve to make this list. But really, for me, I'm gonna get deep on you for a minute here. I have a I have a poster in the in the podcast studio here and it says enjoy the ride and really that is kind of a life like quote for me right. like so entourage I don't want to say it like taught me life lessons and shit but really that's the focus of the show is like everything will work out in the end right. it all it works yourself yeah it, it works out in the end for these guys and they're all hollywood and you know shit goes sideways but it always works out in the end and um also I, I i'm a screenwriter um so that aspect is like oh my god it gives me motivation i can do this shit so it's just it this show right. really struck me on a different level and i love the show it's honestly like top three f- for me so I got to go Entourage. I agree. All right, next one we have. This is a tough one. Uh, some people consider The Wire the, the greatest, greatest show. TV show of yeah. all time. I have not watched it. It's I, I will it, watch yeah, it at some point. Yeah, it's in my queue, yeah. and I, I've been meaning to watch it. just haven't gotten around to it, and it's going up against one of our favorite yeah. shows, House of Cards. Didn't age well. <laughs> didn't, didn't age well. Um, take away the, the last season coming out. But uh, 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 one of the greatest TV shows of, of a Crooked DC um, and just a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, curious to hear your pick on this. So I had to go House of Cards. I did too. Um, I did you know, too. just the backstabbing, the scheming, the storylines. Um, it's like a mob movie for politicians. Honestly, honestly he's the Tony Soprano of yeah. politics. Um, one take I've I've heard from House of Cards, kind of total opposite of what we you know consider it. Um, I I know somebody who they didn't like it when he started becoming a killer and spoiler alert uh, he <laughs> kill, he kills a couple people <laughs> sorry if you haven't watched it and planning to but uh, they're like once it became once he became a serial killer it became focused on that and it just kind of got dumb and I was like that makes it fucking crazier right. like, you know what I mean but. I, I kind of could see, I guess, how you would think about that. But I think 
the writing on it, the fact that it put Netflix literally on the map. Right. I'm pretty sure it was, I don't know if it was the first Netflix original. It was right up there. But it was one of the, it was the first to make it, make like it big. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'd have to check this, but I'm fairly certain it's one of, if not the first uh, one to be nominated for like an Emmy and a Golden Globe. So. And put Netflix on the map. I went with House of Cards. Did you as well? I did as well. The next, we, I think we have the same so far right now, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The next one, Friends versus Shameless. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure if I know what Shameless is. Shameless is a Showtime show. It's kind of like a white trash show. It's funny. Um, I've heard, like, I, I've heard, I don't have Showtime, unfortunately, but... Uh, I've heard from a lot, a lot, a lot of people that love Shameless. So, I, I had so seen, clearly you went with Friends. I had you I did seeing, too. seeing the theme song. That should have been a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not actually a huge Friends fan. Um, my college roommate was a, like bonkers for it. He would go life moments and be yeah. like, oh my God, this happened in Friends. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to explain the whole story because none of us really watched it. Um, I've watched it more recently. It's on TV a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Taylor likes it, so... It's an easy, casual watch, so yeah. I went with Friends. Friends is, I think, one of the iconic 90s shows. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, this one, we're coming up on your, hard, your hardest pick. This was by far the toughest matchup for so, me so we got the whole bracket. We got Seinfeld versus the West Wing. And honestly, I didn't mean to do yeah, this and yeah, fuck with you. Yeah. I really didn't. I, I truly was trying to like do it by seating. Yeah. I don't know. Well, West Wing got screwed on its seating. Yeah. All right. Well, what'd you pick? I picked Seinfeld, Shocker. of course. You're you're a so West Wing is clearly one of your favorite shows. Then, West right? Wing, I would make an argument, it's probably my favorite TV show. Really? Um if you haven't seen it, it's like So this is tough for you. It's like a PG version of House of Cards. It's more about the White House staff and what they go through to like actually pass legislation and different things. You have a great cast. Rob Lowe's in it. Um, uh, Can I throw a hot take Martin on you? Sheen. Yeah, go ahead. Is this the reason why you're a political junkie? I wouldn't say the reason. It, it, it got me really interested in yeah. politics and wanting to, to somehow get involved. Um, it's just a really cool show. Um, it's, it's older. So our generation, I know it's, it's Is actually it 90s? probably late '90s, early okay. 2000s. So it's probably younger than Seinfeld. Okay. Um, but Seinfeld's just that iconic. Um, to me, George Costanza might be the greatest TV character of all time. So what'd you go with? I went with The West Wing. <laughs> I had to show it love. Uh, that had to be tough. It hurt. That it had hurt. to be tough. Honestly, this would have been my. Elite Eight matchup if they were on opposite sides oh, of the shit. bracket. <laughs> I'm and sorry. It, and then they, I probably would have gone Seinfeld in that case. Yeah. But since it's a first round, I'm going to take the value. I'm going to take wow. the upset. Wow. I went with the West Respect Wing. Respect it. Okay. I don't know if I announced mine. I went with Seinfeld. I think probably the most iconic show to a mainstream audience. Yeah, I would agree. Period. Yeah, I would agree. It's a show about it had nothing. probably the most staying power. I mean, it's still on TV. It's, yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. So I agree. Uh, great quotes all, all throughout. So Definitely. It, it, you can't really go wrong there. Our next one's The Office versus Breaking Bad. Tough. This is tougher. Tough. I, I didn't really watch The Breaking Bad. I never I, really I got haven't into watched it, it yet, but I've I heard it's a, one yeah, of the greatest. I am a diehard Office fan. They've recently put it on Comedy Central, and yep. I have been watching it pretty much every night. Yep. Um, so I went with The Office. Every night Michael except Scott. Wednesday with South Park. Yeah, I know. It kills <laughs> every night I get home and I see it's South Park, I'm like, well, guess You I'm better watch that shit. Guess it's I'm funny. watching American Dad. 
<laughs> All right, so you went with Office, clearly. Yeah. Okay, this one I think is uh, like a big upset. I think for a real TV buff, I think like Breaking Bad is one of the most yeah. iconic shows. It's very like critically acclaimed. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it along with all these other shows like uh, Mad Men and The Wire and shit like that. But I went with The Office, too, because I think it's one of the best comedies of all time. Such a great cast. Yeah. I mean, it, just <coughs> the rapport unbelievable writing. Yes, the rapport. The, they, not many shows can go that long with that many characters and keep them all around. Yeah. And they pretty much kept and every they added single person people. around. Right. That and they great. fit in. And they fit in, yeah. which is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so I went with The Office. I did right, as so well. So I know this one had to be tough for you. Not really. Not really? Okay. <laughs> South Park versus Game of Thrones. Yeah. What'd you do? So I, I threw in South Park here kind of a, along the same lines as The Simpsons. Right. Just because, I mean, they basically paved the way for like mature cartoons right um they were the first ones to just not give a fuck and the the coolest part about south park is that it's obviously hilarious but that it also ties in like real life issues like you could throw it on today and um you could be like i saw one uh last night i was watching it and uh there was one stupid one about how they're all trying to get a netflix series and uh create their own superhero uh universe and <laughs> it was kind of a, a stab at facebook okay. and so it was it like with all the shit going on with right. facebook it's like damn this shit is yeah. like telling the future basically. they do a good job of talking about what's going on exactly present. and they make it a funny way right. so in that regard i think it deserved to be on the list but I had to go Game of Thrones. I don't know if we even announced the matchup. It's yeah, Game we of did. Thrones we versus did. South Park. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm recently. I recently got hooked. It's fucking awesome. Right. Period. I I went Game of Thrones yeah. just uh, based on me, how many a, people love right, it. It's a no brainer. Yeah. All right. We got. I feel like we got second round. We got to. We we got to go a little quicker. I feel like that's fine. Sorry. So let's go. Sopranos versus. Mad Sorry, Man. fans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Sopranos versus Mad Men. I obviously went with Sopranos. I haven't even seen Mad Men. Yeah, so. Sopranos is a no-brainer to me. I don't think I've seen every episode of Sopranos, but I've seen, I think, episodes Enough. from every season. Okay. I know how it ends and all that. So We need to get you on uh, HBO. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then we got, uh, if you want to pay for it, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> we got Entourage versus House of Cards. I think this is a very intriguing matchup for both of this us. This is tough. I personally went with House of Cards. Just because I think in the grand scheme of things, the fact that they put Netflix on the map, that's a bigger deal. Um, the fact that, you know, where Netflix is at now, I think a lot of it has to do with House of Cards. I told you the whole spiel about how, you know, Entourage hit me on another level. But I just think House of Cards, even though it didn't age well, is still iconic. So for me, I took this in a really weird route because I love both of these shows. And I went, which one would I go back and watch every episode Okay. All the way through, and for that reason, I went Entourage. Entourage. That's fair. Um, it two two great shows. Yeah. I mean, I'm splitting hairs. I think it could have gone either way. Yeah. With this one. So I went just because of that reason. I went Entourage. Okay, okay. So then you have probably a lot of people's two favorite TV shows yeah. of all time. Nineties um, matchup. I'm curious to hear how you split the difference. I think I know how you'll go. Okay. You have Friends versus Seinfeld. I, I have do. Friends versus The West Wing. What'd you do? So Friends versus Seinfeld. I went with Seinfeld. I think it's that's just the most it, like, i think it's just a little bit more iconic yeah i think in some respects friends is almost not a cheap knockoff of seinfeld 
Um, but it, it, you know what I mean? Like it's like so a very rela- like he, close cousin. Here's the difference. I would say they're definitely close. Co- I could see that. Friends has a theme. It's about a group of friends and the shit they get into, and it's more like lovey-dovey kind right. of romantic comedy. Seinfeld is more. It's really about nothing. This is random. It's really about you know situational comedy. Right. It's really the the what basically created sitcoms. Right. It is really about nothing. It's more so about the characters and the situations they get into. Um, so I think in that regard, you, you throw in what you claim as one of the best characters of all time in George Costanza. Um, you throw in Kramer, you got Elaine, you got Jerry, you, you got all these right. other side characters that are just hilarious too. Um, I just think it's more iconic. So I went with Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld's also one of the few shows in television history where you could watch any episode and you don't have to see a prior episode it, it, to yeah. know what's going on. But at the same time, it's, it's cohesive right. in, in another. Right. Movie. Yeah. I went with the West wing, over okay. friends. You uh, got to if it's going right, upset. Exactly. Cinderella, baby. Exactly. So <laughs> then we have uh, The Office versus Game of Thrones. For both I of went us. with The Office. That's the one I've seen. That's, That's the one I love. That's tough. That's tough. That's fair, though. Um, if it's near and dear to your heart, you got to go with it. I went with Game of Thrones. In this regard, I like I said, I recently have been on gotten caught up on it but also the fact that i know so many people are addicted and love it and live by it so i had to go game of thrones basically shuts down on game of Thrones night when it comes out Um, right so it's i mean i'm excited to finally be a part of that right there you go (laughs) okay so then let's move on Uh, let's do our different matchup first you have seinfeld versus game of thrones seinfeld versus game of thrones this was again that's a tough one pretty tough um especially if you look at it from like a mainstream type thing um i went with seinfeld again it's it's iconic it made sitcoms so so i went west or i have west wing versus the office um this might surprise you i actually went with the office and really um, again, if the Seinfeld was in a different side of the bracket, Seinfeld would have been my winner. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, The Office is I, – I, I, I go back and forth on if I love The Office more than Seinfeld. Um, I mean, they're to me, they're right. They're 1A, 1B. They flip-flop, yeah. um, just the writing and everything. Uh, the Office is more cohesive. Um, but uh, shout-out to The West Wing. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. All right, we have Sopranos versus Entourage. That's for you. For what do you have? I have House of Cards. Oh, you have House of Cards. Yeah. What do you have? I pick Sopranos. Sopranos. Just a personal choice. Yeah. There. I went Sopranos over Entourage. Um, I just think when you look back on it, I think Sopranos is probably one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Yeah. Uh, it stayed around for this long, mm-hmm. um, and it ain't going anywhere. And they're doing a prequel movie. Yeah, and they are. They're expanding the universe. All right. So then, when, uh, Elite Eight, baby. You have Sopranos versus Seinfeld. Seinfeld, and I have Sopranos versus The Office. Okay. I went with Seinfeld. Did you? And I, I went with The Office. So my first, my first draft. Uh, of this bracket, I picked Sopranos, but I switched it. I think it's more iconic to the the bigger audience. I so, I went with The Office um, again. Seinfeld would have been the winner in my bracket if they didn't go against the West Wing in the first round. Uh, I don't know how I would have picked if it was The Office versus Seinfeld. That would have been <laughs> That's tough. really tough. <laughs> That's for me. really tough. Um, but so I went uh, The Office to win, and so we have 
I have Shawshank versus Seinfeld. Shawshank Let's versus come Seinfeld. Back to that. Let's do the re- the right, other region right. first. I just want to just announce. Yeah, them. yeah. And I have uh, Goodwill Hunting versus The Office. Okay. Okay. So That's you want to go up to the top corner? Yeah. And let's music? do it. let's do albums. Okay. I'll let the, you take the lead. These are rap albums. Music. Again, it's it would have been fucking hard as hell to do. Overall albums, we'd have to throw in rock, R&B, fucking country, which I'm not the biggest fan of. It would have just been crazy to narrow it down to 16 uh, albums. So we went rap albums. Uh, You can fight us on it, but that's what we cover. That's what we like. Um, We also cover a little bit of R&B, but we went with strictly rap albums and made it easier for this bracket. So the first round matchup is... The Marshall Mathers LP, the first one, that's by Eminem, if you don't know, versus 16 Seed. And I, I actually consulted Brandon on this one, and yeah. that was Nothing Was the Same by Drizzy Drake. And I would have changed something, by the way. The fact that Nothing Was the Same made it over oh, Take Care. God damn it. Terrible choice. Whatever. Uh, this one is probably the my two favorite rappers, um, and, you know, Eminem versus Drake. Um Nothing was the same as a very good album. Um, I personally, like I just said, I prefer Take Care to it, but that's whatever. So think of this as Take Care. No, nah, I wanna. can't do that. Really? Can't do that. It's not on the bracket. <laughs> I went Marshall Mathers LP. Got to show love to the uh, Slim me as Shady. Well. Me as well. And let me say this. I know we're trying to kind of speed this up, but uh, Marshall Mathers LP, it was literally iconic. Like, oh, yeah. It was a social experiment. Um, you have songs that can make you laugh, uh, can make you fucking cry. They're deep, a.k.a. Stan. You have songs that will fire you up. You have the radio hit. There's just everything. And, you know, really it pissed so many people off. It really pushed yeah. the envelope. Um, so I, that's why I think it definitely deserves uh, one seating. Yeah. Not the fact that we're just fans. Right. Okay, so moving on, the next one we have The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, versus My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. My personal favorite Kanye album. You can argue that. A lot of people say graduation. A lot of people say late registration. Um, That's just my personal favorite Kanye album. Uh, Mine too. I went with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, I think, honestly, it's his... The closest he's going to get to perfect, period. And it's close to a perfect album. It is. It's so good. I, I agree. You same. went with that one I too? All right, so we have same shit moving forward. Uh, Ready to Die uh, by Biggie Smalls versus Get Rich or Die Trying. So originally I had Good Kid Mad City in this slot, but I decided to do one album per artist on this list. So I went with Get Rich or Die Trying on the list just because it, it was low-key iconic at the, yeah, for was. the time. For the time. Uh, I had to go Ready to Die though. It's Biggie. It's Big. The one of the greatest rappers of all time. So I had to show him love. I wouldn't get rich or die trying. Really, really. I did. Okay. I mean, you think about the hits on that album. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure is that 50s first or second first first album. Um, to come in like that with just hit after in the hit, club, in the wankster, club. patiently waiting. Right. I mean, the there's list a just, lot of hits. Yeah, it just goes on and on. Even the not hits are fucking bangers. Yeah. So, so. I, I went get rich or die trying. All right. The next matchup we have All Eyes on Me by Tupac versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole. I want to hear yours. Very first. lyrical uh, album here. 
Um, I actually went get rich or die trying. This was a pretty, or sorry, all eyes on me. Okay. Um, this was a very tough, oh, that's tough matchup. Uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drives, low key one of my favorite albums. Uh, um, you know, I, th- I think J Cole is great, but I had to give it to Pac on that one. Um, all yeah. eyes on me. This was the hardest matchup was for it? me on the board. Um, I went with the upset, 2014 Fuller right. Sales Drive. A uh, lot of people are, I mean, a lot of like super rap fans, rap heads, hip-hop heads would be pissed at this. Yeah. Uh, but I think the argument for 2014 Forest Hills Drive, he went double platinum with no, no features. features. Um, that became a meme and that became iconic. Uh, J. Cole, though, very, I don't want to say underrated because he's getting his props now, but uh, that album, I think in the grand scheme of rap is over underrated in the sense of I don't think it gets the love that it deserves. I think it rec- it deserves to be on this list and I give it the upset. All right. Okay, next up we have Straight Out of Compton versus Speaker Box in the Love Below that is NWA and Outcast. My personal favorite Outcast album. Yeah, I would agree. What do you what do you, Wait, did you you went with All Eyes on Me? Sorry. Yeah, okay. I here I went Straight Out of Compton. Um, Me too. Classic album. Yeah. It, Unbelievable characters. Um, throw in, just throw in the movie too. That was recently yeah, true. made to show kind of the backstory of everything. Um, one, I, I feel like one of the most iconic hip hop songs slash albums yeah. of all time. And it did a lot more than people think. Right. Like it, it paved the way for trap rap. It paved the way for gangster rap. Gangster rap. It paved the way for people to cuss on an album right you know it, it really and to even rap about things that were happening yeah. you know how to move things forward social justice yeah. so i mean a little bit of everything throughout the whole album i even saw an interview i think it was ice cube who said it uh he he said if there's no nwa there's no south park it's just shit like that right. like you, you wouldn't be able to push the envelope like like entertainment things do if it wasn't for NWA. It's just a so. collection of talent within that group. Oh, yeah. In one album. Before they I broke up, man, right. it was it was a force. All right, so the next matchup, we have Illmatic by Nas, who also didn't have any features on that album, uh, versus Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. I personally think this Coloring Book, in the you could uh, argue that uh, the whole thing with uh, it was a free stream-only album and it won the grammy so in that regard i think it deserves to make this list um but illmatic is just iconic it's great and it doesn't have features too what'd you go here so the reason you that you talked about with it being a stream only okay uh winning the grammy even being nominated was a huge thing i think for what it's done for modern hip-hop yeah that's why i went with coloring okay. book. a little uh, upset probably Illmatic's probably a better album as a total yeah um i i concede that but for me the impact that it's made now uh that's why i took coloring book. for sure i went opposite on this one i went illmatic just i think critically it's probably a little bit better Nas is a legend right. and i would agree and, uh, yeah i wouldn't I wouldn't fight that at all. Yeah, you can make the same argument as 2014 Forest Hills Drive as you do for Nas. Um, I think this is an amazing album, an amazing debut album, so I went with Illmatic. Um, All right, the next matchup, The Chronic by Dr. Dre versus The Blueprint by Jay-Z. 
You could uh, interchange a bunch of Jay Z albums for the great like right. this one. You could throw in uh, the Black album. I know that's a, right. like one of kind of our generation's favorite Jay Z albums. Um, what would you go with this one? Uh, this one was really tough. I actually went with the Blueprint. Really, Jay Z. Wow, uh, tough. Just, that just, is a tough the, one. It was a tough one, and it just the figure that Jay Z is. Yeah, uh, I mean it, that the persona the. Everything around him, I, I just had to give him the little bit of edge. Over yeah. Probably the two, I think the two richest guys in rap, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so uh, that, was, that was a tough matchup, but I, I went with Jay Z. Okay, I went opposite again. I went with the Chronic. Uh, really paved the way for weed related rap. Not that I'm totally and, into that, right. but um, nothing and, was a G thing as iconic. Right. And bringing together a collection of other artists as well yeah. with all the different features and stuff oh, as yeah. well. And the fact that Dre is really a producer right. but he hopped on the mic so just the versatility is just amazing right. I, th I think it's just a little bit more iconic than the blueprint um all right so moving on the carter three by lil wayne my personal favorite lil wayne album versus to pimp a butterfly by kendrick lamar a lot of people would argue it should be good kid mad city some would maybe even argue damn could be on here yeah um i just think to Pimp a Butterfly, in the grand scheme of things, 20 years from now, will be the one we're talking about. So that's why I put it on here. Um, I'll go first on this one. I went with To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, I think Lil Wayne definitely deserves to be on here. He was at one point the greatest rapper alive, and he knew it. Um, kind of in high, when we were in high school, he was the big dog. Right. But uh, since then, Kendrick Lamar is King Kendrick Lamar now. And uh, so I picked To Pimp a Butterfly. If this were Good Kid, Mad City, or Damn, I would have taken it. Really? Yes. To Pimp a Butterfly is just not for me. It's not for... Some people right. don't like it. I not, mean, it's not just, don't like it, but... It is, I respect it's everything hard to about listen it. To. Right. I respect everything about it. The talent that Kendrick Lamar is. Um, but like you said, the Carter Three when that came out, everybody had to go buy the physical copy of that album. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody, I was, have it right. I do too. <laughs> everybody was playing it. Uh, that was you know middle school, high school for us. Those were, were you know when I was really like deeply in love with rap music. Mm -hmm. um, so just kind of the gravitas of that okay. album, I went with the Kata Three and to set up the Kata Three. Wayne <laughs> there you go. I didn't think about that. All right, you're gonna have to. Uh, I you, yeah. We, we yeah. have a little bit yeah, of difference there. Different. The first one is the same though. Uh, Marshall Mathers LP. Versus My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I went with Marsh Mathers LP. I just think it's more iconic. The social experiment part of it, the pushing the envelope, I think it does more than My Beautiful, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I doing? went the opposite way. Really? I went My Beautiful wow. Dark Twisted Fantasy. It was, this was a tough one. Wow, this was I'm a tough very one. surprised. Uh I love the Marshall Mathers LP. I, I love Eminem. He's so my guy. So if it would have been Eminem show, would it have been different for you? Because I, I know you like that one I better. I probably would have Eminem show on that one. Okay. Um, Can you respect the fact that I put No, Marshall yeah, Mathers absolutely. LP? Okay. I, I think it's hard to argue that okay. you should put the Eminem show over Marshall Mathers. I would have probably said Marshall Mathers LP okay. is the more iconic one. I just personally prefer uh, Eminem show. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, I think one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. It is, it is close to perfect. It is that good. Um, a lot of different styles. You get, a, uh, I think, a whole different Kanye. Um, by far my favorite album out of his you know, collection of work. Mm -hmm. um, 
man, it was tough. It was tough, but I went my beautiful dog. Oh, well, I am very surprised with that one, I have to say. Okay, so my next one, I have Ready to Die versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive. That was an upset over All Eyes on Me. I picked 2014 Forest Hills Drive, another upset. Uh, the fact that he went double platinum <laughs> with no features. Um, I just think in the grand scheme of things, 20 years from now, this album is going to get a lot more love than it really is now. Right. I mean, it, it, it got love when it was out, but a lot of people, I don't think, deem it as one of the greatest. But I think in the down the road, it will. So okay. that's mine. What, what do you have and here? And I had Get Rich or Die Trying, which pulled the upset on Biggie versus All Eyes okay. on Me. I went with Get Rich or Die Trying, wow. so we pulled the iconic wow. upsets. Uh, this one's tough. It, it's hard. Uh, we weren't really around for the Biggie and Pac yeah. era. Um, I respect him. I, I, I'm, I prefer Biggie over Pac. Um, but, man, Get Rich or Die Trying, man, that was like one of the first albums that really put me on to hip-hop. I was absolutely in love with it. I mean, just banger after banger, so I went Get Rich or Die What's trying. your favorite song on there? Oh... Probably patiently waiting. Yeah, dude. Eminem. It's so good. The Eminem so good. hidden feature. Fuck. Amazing. Okay. Uh, the next one for me was Straight Out of Compton versus Illmatic. I went with Straight Out of Compton. Uh, like I said in the last round, it's just it paved the way for a lot of things, including a lot of rap. So, right. so I had Straight Out of Compton versus Coloring yeah. Book. Okay. I went coloring book. Wow. Seeing, uh, uh, it also made an impact. Right. You can argue See, that. Seeing Chance in concert was really cool. Meeting him Hell yeah. for like one second was cool. <laughs> for real. <laughs> uh, 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 but yeah, I, again, I just go, I mean, probably straight out of Compton probably made a bigger impact in the overall game of rap. Um, but just with the modern era, the way I think, again, we weren't really around for straight out of Compton uh, yeah. for NWA for that matter. Um, I mean, I know it's it's not the disrespect, but it's just coloring book for what it's done for stream only. Um, you know, now they're not even going to make physical yeah, hard copies. Which I'm kind of buttered right, about. So I, I went with coloring book on okay, that. Okay, that's cool. Uh, next up for me, I have The Chronic versus To Pimp a Butterfly. I went with To Pimp a Butterfly. Honestly, if I had to pick one of my like my favorite albums, it would be this one. I like I've said this numerous times in past podcasts, but um, it is the Shawshank Redemption version of a rap album for me. Which so, your final four? So uh, we'll find out what happens with this one. But yeah, it's a Pimper Butterfly over the Chronic. And I have the Blueprint versus Kata three. Okay. I went with the Carter three. Wow. Um, that was a tough one, but yeah. I, I think that album's a little bit more iconic than the blueprint. Okay. I would take Jay-Z over Wayne, but, um, and actually Jay-Z is on the Carter three. Um, so okay. I went with, the we, have, we have a very different yes, rap. rap one. I, I knew this would be the case on this. Yeah. Okay. This one. So now we are in the sweet 16, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So I have the Marshmallows LP versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I have to pick my boy Eminem, yep. Marshall Mathers LP. I just think, again, push the envelope more, and it's just more iconic in the grand scheme of rap. And I had my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy versus Get Rich or Die Trying. Unfortunately, okay. Get Rich or Die Trying takes the L here. I yes. went with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Wow, I did not know you liked that album that much. I'm a big fan. Uh, there we go. I like that. So my next matchup is Straight Out of Compton versus To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, like I said in the last round, it's – my 
favorite fucking album. So to Pimper Butterfly takes the cake. And I had Coloring Book versus the Carter Three, and I went with the Carter Three wow. on that one. Lil Wayne making yeah. a run, and I'm not a huge Wayne fan, but that album, man, that it album was fuck, so fucking. Literally good. every song in there is yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so here we All go right. for the final four: Mar- Marshall Mathers LP versus To Pimp a Butterfly, and I have. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy <laughs> versus the Carter Three. <laughs> I had to go Marshall Mathers all LP, right, man. Right. I'm sorry, I'm, Eminem's my favorite rapper of all Glad time. Glad to hear. Glad to hear M got some some final four love. Yeah, out of one had of to us. had to give him love. And I went with the one that beat Marshall Mathers LP. I went with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Really? I kind of regret picking that one just because I had to say it so many damn times. <laughs> it is a tongue twister. <laughs> so my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is in your final four. Yeah, okay. Are. Marshall Mathers LP is in mine. All right, now let's get to athletes. Athletes, I feel like we can go pretty fast on these yeah. ones. So these ones are just individual athletes. Um, it's the body it's of work. It's very open for yes. interpretation on this. Yes. One. All right, let's start with the one. Uh, two of arguably the greatest athletes, like physically. Yeah. Uh, you got Muhammad Ali, the greatest, versus Dion Primetime Sanders. That's right. And I'm, not taking, I'm not taking this as, like, who I think would win in a fucking fight or – you know, yeah, if I mean, they, it's you not, know, it can't be an athletic it, contest. Exactly, it's just kind of the body of work. Who I like better? Who's more culturally um, bigger? I guess, um, and that's Muhammad Ali. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. We got next one. Wayne, you can announce these. Yeah, ones. Okay. I got. We got Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player of all time, versus the greatest sprinter of all time, Usain Bolt. I went with Gretzky. You went with Gretzky. I did. I probably should have, but I went with Usain Bolt. Okay. Wow. I just, woo, putting Jamaica on it's the tough. map. That was it's a true. tough one. That's um, true. There's a few things I like more than watching some dude just absolutely fly down the track. And he's jogging. Right. <laughs> All right. Then we got Serena Williams versus Peyton Manning, the mm. sheriff. I had to show a female love. I feel like okay. there should be some more in here. I apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, so... This is going to be, I think, a uh, surprise to you. Yeah. I went with Serena here. Serena, I went with Peyton. To me, the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay. Uh, he's my dude. Okay, the next one is an intriguing matchup. Yeah. We got the most dominant golfer, Tiger Woods, versus arguably the most complete and athletic human being of all time, yeah. Tough. Bo Jackson. Tough. I went with Tiger here. I just think... What he has done for golf has been bigger than he what... He made golf watchable. Yeah, than what... He made it cool. Bo, exactly. What Bo Jackson did for his respective sports. Yes, he played football and baseball at a very high level, but he it was very short-spanned, and so I went with Tiger. I also went with Tiger. Um, Bo is a great physical athlete, yeah. but he didn't have a ton of success. Yeah. I wish he you know would have I mean? had a bigger canvas to paint his right. his uh, story. Right. So this is a very interesting matchup. Probably the two least athletic guys on this matchup, <laughs> but probably the greatest at their sport. Yeah. Uh, Roger Federer versus Tom Brady. Yep, I went with Tom Brady. Had to. The rings don't don't lie. So yeah, but Federer's got all those championships. You're right. Don't, don't You're forget right. about the majors. I actually went with Federer. Really, mostly out of spite. I actually <laughs> really don't like either of these guys. Okay, uh, but I went with Federer just because of how dominant he's been for for so long. Were they deserving to make the yeah? This oh yeah, cut? absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Okay. okay, then the next we got LeBron James versus probably the worst physical athlete on this, uh, <laughs> but babe. maybe the greatest yeah, baseball player of the all greatest. time. Uh, you never face a black guy, but that's okay. Uh, LeBron James versus Babe Ruth. Okay, I went with LeBron. Yeah, LeBron probably, maybe outside of Bo Jackson, or maybe stack him up against Bo Jackson, the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah, probably could have been a multi-sport professional, 
Um, so yeah, I also went with LeBron. Okay. Here's another very interesting matchup. This one I think was the toughest first round matchup really? for me. Uh, Michael Phelps, the greatest Olympian of all time, versus Jackie Robinson, um, the guy who broke the color barrier mm-hmm. in baseball. I this is this one was tough. You're right. Um, in regards to what he did for baseball, I think that's deserving. But I went with Michael Phelps okay. because. He just Olympic wise, there's no no one better. Right, so. absolutely. He is the greatest Olympian of all time. He made like much like Tiger did for golf. He made swimming cool. He yeah. made swimming watchable, which isn't necessarily the easiest thing. To yeah, do. exactly. I went with Jackie just because of the impact overall. That's fair. Um, Culturally, it's hard. He, sh- he should hard win. to argue that. Um, but two great matchups. Um, all right, here we go. We got the last first round matchup. We have Jerry Rice versus Michael Jordan. A very intriguing matchup. Yeah. Um, probably the greatest wide receiver of all time versus arguably the greatest. Do you think Jerry Rice should have been time. on this list? Yeah, I, I, okay. I, I think so. Okay. I think you can make any any for like him. blatant I don't, snubs. I can't. I can't think of one off okay. the top of my head. I I, well, that's I good. think Jeter had an argument. Okay. Um, I don't. No, nothing like that. I'm like, oh wow, how did that person? Well, that's good. Get then. left off. What okay. do you think, Jerry Rice uh, or yeah, MJ? I went with – I had to go MJ. MJ, I agree. Um, okay, so let's start up at the back at the top. We got Muhammad okay. Ali. You have him versus – Gretzky. Gretzky. Yep. I have him versus Usain Bolt. Had to go Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali all the way. I think yep. that's pretty easy. Yep. Uh, okay, you have Serena versus Tiger. I had to go Tiger. Tiger. This was a tough, tough, tough matchup for me. Peyton Manning versus Tiger Woods. Yeah. I went with the red on Sundays. I went with Tiger Woods. The, he did tough. more for his sport. Yes, I agree. I agree. Although it is easier, I feel like, to do more for your sport in an individual than in a team. But, totally. But totally. I, I, Tiger is the – it's – the body of work. Right, the body right. of work argument. Okay, so you have Brady, Brady versus, versus LeBron, LeBron, and I have Federer versus LeBron. This one was fucking tough. Was friend. it? Yes. I unfortunately went with Tom Brady. Oh, my. <laughs> get this guy out of here. You're dead to me. The fucking rings, bro. I, like, I pers- so this is going to sound really dumb, but not not dumb that because I believe it, but in sense of how I picked uh, I th- I would pick Peyton Manning over Brady, okay. but I just think how many championships he's won, what he's done for the Patriots, what he's done for football, the story of how... Even though they're all from cheating? Yeah. Unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, no. But uh, so the, the story of how he came from, what, sixth Six round, round to Absolutely. Super Bowl champion, it, it's a good story. LeBron, he, yes, he's amazing. Yes, he could out-physical anybody on this fucking list, but... Um, Championships versus championships, I, you got to take Brady. I went with LeBron over Federer. Um, I think Brady would have been a tougher matchup for yeah. LeBron. Um, Federer is great, but, I mean, he's the king. Yeah. So I went with LeBron. Okay. You have Phelps versus MJ. I have Jackie Robinson versus MJ. That matchup's harder. Yes, it is. This one's way easier for me. Yes. M- MJ, period. This one was tough, but I had to set it up for MJ versus LeBron. Yeah. I went with MJ over Jackie Robinson. Okay. Uh, just because I I went for that one, uh, yeah, we could talk impact, but MJ's also made a huge impact. So then it goes to overall performance in your sport to me, mm-hmm. and MJ was far greater than Jackie Robinson was at his sport. Okay, so then we have Tiger Woods versus – I think we have the same – Ali versus Tiger. Yeah. Ali versus Tiger, yep. I, I had to go Muhammad Ali. You went Muhammad Ali? I did. I the with, greatest of all time. I went with Tiger. Really? I went with Tiger – People still love boxing. There's been a lot of boxing champions. Um, 
But man, you could argue Mike Tyson could be a, Tyson you know, on there. Floyd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can Foreman Frazier. I yeah. mean, there's a lot. Tiger has made golf cool. Um, it's watchable. Now he's back. And I mean, even when he was gone, it was like, when's Tiger coming back? When's mm-hmm. Tiger coming back? He's carried a sport that isn't necessarily fun to watch, but yeah. Tiger made it fun. Um, so I went with Tiger. You went with Ali. So then we both have. Oh, no, you have Brady. Brady. You have Brady versus Brady MJ. and MJ. I had to go MJ. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I have LeBron versus MJ. This is tough. This is tough. <laughs> this is very tough. We this can is, spend a whole fucking podcast on can. this one. I'm going to make two points. Why I took LeBron James oh, over Michael shit. Jordan. One, to be dubbed as like the greatest basketball player, the next big thing, as a high school kid, who didn't go to college, he came straight out, and to prove it for 14 years, Mm -hmm. I think that is one of the more underrated things about LeBron. Not many people could have done that. And to do it with really no scandal, there's no drugs, no cheating, there's no personal you know, bad record. Um, He's been an outstanding citizen. And I also kind of weigh in the fact that he's done more culturally for, you know, Cleveland and a lot of people than MJ ever did. He gets rap albums before we do, <laughs> and it pisses us off. The last thing I go with from just a true basketball perspective, I, I would take LeBron over MJ just because LeBron is a more complete basketball player. I get MJ's got the rings, the clutch gene, all that. LeBron's a better passer, better rebounder, better defender. He's more versatile. So I went with LeBron over MJ in a very tough, tough battle. Okay. Right. I, don't, I don't have to make that argument. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't to Brady a little so piece. Brady versus MJ, easily MJ. Yeah, easily MJ. So then you have Muhammad Ali, Ali versus, versus Michael MJ. Jordan. And I have to go Michael Jordan because I, MJ. I think he's just – um, I feel like when more, you think great, you think MJ. And he was just like I could say any anything on here. MJ crosses over into pretty much all of these yeah. categories. Yeah. So uh, he's just in in the grand scheme of like what we're talking about here, pop culture madness. He's the icon. So I I had to pick MJ for my final four. And I have LBJ, LeBron versus Tika. Yeah. And I went with Tiger. I went with really? Tiger over LeBron. Tiger is um, in the final four. Uh, Tiger's in my final wow, four. Wow, surprising. Uh, tough, man. It was tough. I, I personally prefer LeBron over Tiger. But, again, I just come back to making golf cool is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you say if you see a red Nike polo, you automatically yeah. think Tiger Woods. Um, agreed. Tiger on Sunday, what he did to his competition. I mean, he won a, a major by, like, 10 strokes, mm-hmm. which is just, it, it's unheard of. He was also a pro. These are two prodigies, two young prodigies that lived up to the hype. He had the epic fall, um, total collapse. He's on his way back. I believe it. So I hopefully, went, hopefully I went with tiger over LeBron. Now we're in the final. All right. Four. Now final this is four. where it gets picky. Very hard. This is where I feel like we're going to have to try to explain why we went the way yeah. we did. Which this has been long. This has been <laughs> but, very long. If you stuck through, we appreciate pops. you. <laughs> okay. So but this is like the culmination of what we are and what we exactly what we think and what we stand for. So. Exactly. I've, it was, I thought this was very fun. This, was so. fun. this could be its own podcast. Hell yeah. So, okay. Um, we have Shawshank. Let's start on the left side. So okay. Shawshank versus Seinfeld for me. And I have Goodwill Hunting versus The Office. Okay. 
Um, I went with Shawshank. I think um, out of all of the movies and even TV, just film, period, um, I think that Shawshank, you can pinpoint it as one of the greatest. Like You can make arguments for a lot of these, but I think above all else, Shawshank um, is kind of top tier. Mm-hmm. So it's just iconic. Like we said in the movie segment, like it, it, it's quotable. It's rewatchable. Um, great acting. Great writing. It's long, yeah, but it's just fucking awesome. And so I have Goodwill Hunting versus The Office. I actually went with The Office. Wow. Um, office in the championship. Office in the championship. Uh, I mean, just the overall, the the I, I just still can't get over, and I talked about it in an earlier matchup, the fact that they were able to keep that cast together. Like you said, grow it and keep it funny. And I think it progressed every single year. Even when they lost Steve Carell, mm-hmm. um, it, it, they still found a way to make it even better. The connection with Jim and Dwight got better. You had a love story with Jim and Pam, Dwight and Angela. So you get all these different aspects, and it had a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah, I've never heard someone say they didn't like The Office. There is one tweet I've seen on Twitter that it was stupid as hell, and they go, "This is a bad take. This is an unlikable take." But Office is overrated, and I go, "Shut the fuck <laughs> up!" No, yeah, no, the first season's not great, but after that, it, it just it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. So okay, I went with the Office. So then you have our the other Final Four matchup. You have Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem versus Michael Jordan. Mm. I had to go Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, like I like I said previously, like he just crosses over into so many categories. Celebrity, uh, he Jordan Brand. You have rappers right. getting into Jordan Brand now. You have rappers talking about Michael Jordan. Uh, he was in a fucking movie, Space Jam. Right. So it just he's culturally just above all else. So my championship is Shawshank versus Michael Jordan. Okay. So then I have my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy versus Tiger Woods. To try to break this down, I basically went Tiger versus Kanye. For me, that's no matchup. Tiger Woods takes the cake. Um, Kanye is iconic. He's a figure. He's Mm well-known, but he's not Tiger Woods. Not many people are. So I went Tiger. Okay. Then my matchup is The Office versus Tiger Woods. Shit. (laughs) All right. So I have uh, Shawshank. Redemption versus Michael Jordan. I had to go Michael Jordan. I mean, basically, like I said, he crosses over in uh, so many categories. Um, He is celebrity. During his prime, I think he was the most recognized celebrity on the face of the planet. So Mm. it's just crazy. Michael Jordan, champion of pop culture madness for (laughs) Trey. How about you? The Office versus Tiger Woods. What do you think I picked? Tiger. I went with the office. Really? I went with the office. I thought we were both going to go sports for a champion. No, nope, I couldn't do it. Wow. Uh, so above all else, Brandon I, is an office fan. I, yeah, no, I, I don't even think it's the best TV show. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know if I have a reason. Okay. I don't. You don't have to. And uh, so, yeah. So you, you just said it's not even my favorite TV show. What is your favorite TV show? TV show? I go back. West Wing? I go back between. It's it's between three. The West Wing, Seinfeld, and The Office. It's okay. between those three, and it kind of depends on what mood I'm in, honestly. Okay. And you're in an office mood. I, I have been lately, dude. It's okay. bad. It's bad. I if, it wa- if it wasn't on Comedy Central right now, would it, would it I, skew I your I think if it, if it wasn't on Comedy Central, Seinfeld probably wins it all. Okay. 
All right. Very interesting. This was fun. This was a it lot took, of fun. It took a, it took it a long time, and I apologize for that, but it was fun. All right. So my champion, Michael Jordan, Brandon's champion, The Office. There was a scratch off in there because I wrote Casablanca, but it was the wrong pick. That's okay. Okay. We are going to try our hardest to make uh, the rest of the podcast kind of short and sweet. Can't guarantee you that because I like we both like to talk and break this shit down, but uh, let's get into it. So movies, we'll, we'll we'll talk in depth about the big stuff. Exactly, we'll fly through the small. There's stuff. S- there's some small shit that we can just kind of talk about and move on. All right, movies and TV. Uh, probably the biggest thing that went down is uh, the star- the solo Star Wars story trailer. So we we've kind of gotten a couple teasers, like we got a teaser during the. Uh, Super Bowl. We may have even gotten a trailer uh, the day after or something, but this was kind of the the full trailer, and we saw characters. We saw Amelia Clark's character, who I don't even know what her name is, like Curie or something like that, and Donald Glover's uh, portrayal of La- young Lando Clarissian. Um, so yeah, what you what you think of this trailer? Were you? I mean, really, we we saw more of the other characters other than Han. A um, lot yeah. of Rogue One vibes. Um, the, I it, think we got that even from the teaser. First, yeah, the teaser and the other trailer. I think the plot line is going to be, you know, they're, they're going to gang up as a team and try and go do a job, much like Rogue One, and we're going to see more of Han Solo and maybe how um, he breaks off with this team and maybe go solo. Um, so, what, I mean, did anything really stand out to you about this, this trailer? So... I, I think what they're trying to do and what I think is going to be prevalent throughout the whole movie is the this is, uh, you know, about Han Solo. It's yep. a story. Yeah. But I think you're going to see more of it as a coming out party for Amelia Clark yeah. and Donald Glover. I fucking love Amelia Clark. I, I, think, <laughs> I think those two are going to be the stars of the movie. Really? I think so. I think they're going to be careful with Han because... People are going to see it and automatically be like, well, he's not Harrison. Yeah, he, that's a really good take, I have so, to say. So I think they're going to try to not limit his screen time. Yeah. But they're going to try to always, you're not going to have much just solo Han Solo. Yeah. In the sense that he's going to be by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be more about the interactions with the, the other people. That's what I think. Okay. So that's kind of the way they framed everything with how little they've been showing him. Yeah. And I, I do think that's on purpose, and I think that's going to be a tone you see throughout the movie. Okay. That's very interesting. I didn't even I didn't even really think about that, I'll be honest with you. But I could definitely see that, for sure. And I've been seeing a lot of flack on Twitter, yeah, just from previews about how like he doesn't really look like Han yeah. Solo. They're not really thrilled about him. Yeah, so uh, that's what that's what makes me think. That's kind of my prediction. I think going into this movie. Okay, all right. It, it definitely looks like there's going to be some comedic uh, vibes right. to it. Uh, maybe. What did you think of the? Kind of alternate, like Star Wars sound, like the song they usually play. Um, it was more of like a rock. Yeah, it punk was. Thing, like, I, I, mean, I mean, I didn't mind it. It, yeah. it didn't piss me off or anything. Right. It was just when I first heard it, I was like, "Did they play a completely different?" Yeah. And then I realized they kind of toned it, it different yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm really excited for Donald Glover's version of Young Lando. Um, like I he's, think he's going to absolutely kill it. Break. It I out. think he'll kill it even more than how big he already is. I think he's going to become even bigger on probably a bigger stage than he's ever been on yeah i agree and uh 
So I saw this on Twitter today. I thought it was kind of funny. I'll share it here. Uh, so Donald Glover on the day he found out he was casted as as young Lando. Quote, I bought a whole pizza and went home and watched The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I just thought that's the most fucking Donald Glover thing ever. Um, I think he's going to be great. I'm really excited for Amelia Clark. She's a smoke show. Um, if you watch this trailer, she's kind of... I don't want to say the star, but she's kind of the main person. She has voiceover. And um, another kind of weird thing that we got from this, Chewbacca might have a family. So it kind of looked it kind of looked like he was bringing in maybe a wife or like a son or something. It kind of looked like they kissed. Maybe not, but uh, Chewbacca may have a family. That might be weird. Another thing that uh, like is being uh, thrown around on Twitter, Boba Fett and Jabba the Hutt. Will they be in this movie? I could see it. I, I could definitely I, I, see I, it. I could definitely see uh, Java. Definitely Java. Because you know that if Han has interaction with Java throughout yeah. the old trilogy. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll try to tie him into it somehow. I, I, I think if you're going to piece it together with the old movies, you have to have J- at least Jabba. I agree. At least Jabba. Boba Fett would be cool, but... Um, yeah, I think you. I think you have to have Jabba. That would be really cool. That and the, that would bring in the nostalgia right. part of it. I could see them also having Jabba's little like sidekick dude. That's got, yeah, like, the weird horn thing. Sure, this like, translator or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I could see him in there too. Uh, I'm curious. One thing I want to know is, you talked about Chewbacca and maybe family. Is are we going to get a backstory of Chewie and Han meeting? Meeting, or is it just going to be? Chewie and Han are together. Yeah, and who knows? We yeah. don't really know why. Yeah. That that'll be interesting. Um, so something I saw, and I want to kind of get your take on it. I saw on uh, Screen Rant, I think it is. It's a movie website. Go check it out. Uh, that it was kind of a theory that they're going to switch Han Solo's whole not backstory, but kind of character arc, and kind of tell his perspective differently. Uh, and obviously, they don't know. They haven't seen this movie. But uh, I just think I would be upset if that happened. Like, obviously, it'd be very hard to do. Yeah, In but just one movie, it'd be very hard to. Yeah, do. I just hope. I hope they don't ruin it. This this movie, there's a lot riding on it. Um, with the success of Rogue One, um, where this is the first like character spinoff. Right. So it, with the whole reshoots thing. And changing directors, like there's a lot riding on this, and I really hope they do it right. I think there's p- great potential. I I was skeptical about Rogue One. I told myself I'm not going to be skeptical about Star Wars anymore, and I, I I'm not. I, I it's going to be good, but I I, I just hope has, I hope they don't fuck fuck shit up. I think this has of any Star Wars, this has the lowest the lowest. How do I want to say this? Your expectations are lowest. No. It has the biggest room to like be the worst, okay, and the smallest ceiling to be like great. Huh. I don't see it blowing me away. I don't see it. But if being, it does, it'll be that much better. Yeah, but there's not much in it that Rogue One. We knew nothing. Yeah, right. So they could have gone in any different way. We knew they were all gonna die. Uh, that was basically it. Uh, Han Solo. I mean. We don't know a ton about him, but we know enough Mm -hmm. where I don't know if there's going to be anything that I'm like, I take away from that and I'm like, wow, that was a great Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? To me, this just has the room to be the most mediocre Star Wars. Okay. I I definitely could see that for sure. I, I, I... 
really the most thing I'm intrigued about is Donald Glover as Lando. I agree. And I think Woody Harrelson will be an interesting yeah, character. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Um, another quick thing before we move on. Who's going to be the fucking villain? So I don't know if there's going to be like one true villain. Yeah. I kind of think it, they make it look like it's going to be them versus like the the Empire or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see that. I think it's going to be a battle of like trusting people. You know, I okay. think Woody Harrelson even says trust no one yeah. or something like that. So I think it's going to so be So maybe someone will break off and right. they'll become a villain. I think it's going to be a, a con- like a constant battle between do you trust this person or not? You could even see like him trying to trust Amelia Clark and she like screwing him over. Uh Lando kind of screws him over in the original trilogy. Yeah. So I, I think it's I think just going they'll, to be they'll become friends I think in this one. I agree. I agree. I think they're not going to like each other at first or something, and then they'll kind of get over yeah. it. But, so I could see just that internal battle of okay. trying to trust people. Okay. And Han Solo does have trust problems. You see that in the, the trilogy. Yeah. Do you so? Do you get kind of love vibes between Amelia Clark's character? I do, and, and that's Han? why I think she's going to fuck him over. Uh, yeah, and I could that's definitely why see Han kind of turns like into a loner like okay kind of not like a life it, of crime it, it would make sense that's what i kind of think it would definitely make sense okay um that comes out in may that's fucking next month yeah kind of crazy you'll get an unfiltered cinematic on that for sure you're, you're gonna get a lot of unfiltered cinematics yeah. coming soon we got avengers i kind of want to do quiet place to be honest quiet with place you. will be cool it's getting um, great reviews yeah we got avengers we missed coming. the premiere for it yeah Sorry, we, we did damn it uh we got deadpool we got han solo we just have a lot coming out in the summer yeah. it'll be fun Okay, uh, so this can be kind of quick. Uh, I saw on here director Josh Cooley confirmed Toy Story 4 is still on track to hit theaters on June 21st, 2019. Uh, what are your thoughts on a fourth installment? Do they need a fourth movie after the third one was so good? I would have. I teared up. Oh, I cried like a baby. That was right when we were getting ready to go to college. Saw yeah. that with my mom and sister, cried like a baby. Um, I don't know. I was skeptical about the third one. Yeah. Um, and then it blew me away. Yeah. The fourth one, I don't know. I, I've I, heard, I'm not very excited for it. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Well, I've heard rumors that it's a love story between Woody and some fucking toy doll thing. Uh, so that I'm like, eh, did they really need to do this? But hopefully it's like as good as the third one. The third one was, it could it was be, can, it could be the best one. Yeah, per- yeah. Pretty much. Okay, uh, Deadpool 2 director David Leitch was, has, has signed on to direct the Fast and Furious spinoff starring Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. This comes after reports came out about The Rock's future in the Fast and Furious franchise due to his rocky relationship with Vin Diesel. It was rumored their beef may hold up the project. Uh, are you a Fast and Furious guy? Does this does this interest you? I'm not. I don't like them. I've seen them all. I, I haven't watch, seen them all. I, I, I watch them all out of spite every really? time. Because and you don't like them? No. People tell me how great it is. It's a terrible franchise. Uh, ter- <laughs> you watch them out of spite. I do. They're terrible. That's movies. funny as hell. I watch them to get mad. Plain and simple. So you, so obviously you don't des- you don't think the Fast and Furious deserves spinoffs. So this isn't going to be like the ninth one. It's a spinoff. Right. And to do it with The Rock, I, I can see why Vin Diesel's pissed. Like that makes. So like he's a newbie. He's done I think like I don't know twelve Fast and Furious movies now. Um, yeah, he's the blockbuster right. g- like fucking freak. The Rock right kind of needs to just chill for a yeah. Minute. Rampage. Like, he doesn't need to be doing Rampage. Looks fucking terrible. Horror. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I probably this will probably I probably won't see this movie. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Okay. Jason Statham is one of my least favorite yeah, actors. I'm not a not I a mean, big Jason Statham guy. I'll be honest. 
All right, this one's kind of interesting. Donnie Yen, the I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me guy from Rogue One, mm. has signed on to star in the upcoming live-action Mulan movie. Uh, Gong Li and Jet Li have also signed on for the movie. Does this live-action Disney adaptation excite you? Absolutely. I loved Mulan. Mulan was one of my favorite Disney movies. I think it's probably one of the most like underrated ones like oh, a lot of people forget about this one I yeah think. i agree yeah i'm very excited for it okay yeah i i'm i'm excited i think that's a that, that's a cool pick i yeah. like that i don't know if this gong lee uh is the star like is going to be mulan i don't know if they've even announced who it, is because it's probably a girl i think gong lee is a girl oh okay i get what you're saying yeah i just i don't I was know thinking donnie yen my bad no i don't know who she may she may be Mulan. Yeah, I don't know if they've announced It'll probably it. be a, a light, star-studded cast. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It probably won't be a ton of huge names. It'll be kind of on the come up. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so like there's that. And I don't even yeah. I don't even know when this one comes out. It's probably just getting started with the casting and shit. So there's that. Uh, all right. Woody Harrelson is rumored to play Carnage in the upcoming R-rated Venom movie. Originally, Riz Ahmed from Rogue One as well was rumored to play Carnage, but his character was announced as Dr. Carlton Drake. Harrelson joined the cast pretty late in the production process, so a lot of people think this means Carnage won't be, if he is playing Carnage, he won't be the main villain. Uh, do you think it is a mistake to not make Carnage the main villain if this is true? First of all, do you even know Carnage? <laughs> no, I don't know if I really do know Carnage, but it's basically a um, more evil, crazier version of Venom. I think. Okay. Well, here's the thing: Woody Harrelson is one of the most um, diverse actors yeah, in the world. He's in this. He's in Solo. Right. Yeah. And he can do true any detective. Type of character. He can you be know. a good guy. He can yeah. be, he's a really good bad guy. He's a good like dark character. Yeah. So I think he'll do good. Um, if they could just maybe not make him make set him up to be like the if they do a, a second Venom, make him set up to be like you know the, the next, next main yeah, bad guy. Then so that could be cool. I think this Venom movie is supposed to set up kind of a Spider-Man universe. Right. I think more specifically a Spider-Man villain universe. Right. Um, we've talked about in previous podcasts like. Sp- Tom Holland's Spider-Man is rumored to possibly have a cameo. It's not been confirmed. Uh, it hasn't been in the casting announcements or anything. But uh, so I could definitely, definitely see that. I, I think, I think it is a mistake to not make Carnage the main villain to the villain. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but I would say this: this is such a new character and a very little known character. Carnage or Venom? Venom. Okay. To people that aren't like huge comic fans, kind of like us. Yeah. Um, so I think you can almost take this whole movie and just be like a car, uh, sorry, a Venom backstory sure. and, and set it up, set him up as a character more. And that's probably than, what it will right, be. Then focus on more bad guys. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think you can piece that together as you go. For sure. I think that's what we'll get. So I'm, I'm, I'm low key excited for this one though. Oh, In fact, too. it's rated R. It'll be dark. Tom, Hardy. Tom Hardy's awesome. Yeah. Riz Ahmed's good. Right. It'll be cool. Um, all right, let's move on. Donald Glover and FX departed on the animated Deadpool series. Uh, a lot of people thought when this broke news that uh, Donald Glover may have been... Uh, a lot of people thought that he was just too busy for this because he's doing Han Solo. Uh, he 
probably is in the process of creating an album. I would assume he's going on tour. He's got Atlanta. He has he has Atlanta. So he just has a lot going on. But uh, he took to Twitter to reveal that he hadn't been fired, and uh, he tweeted something along the lines of. Um, I wasn't too busy to do Deadpool, something like that. And then he tweeted out a 15-page script of the finale of the what would have been the Deadpool uh, animated right. yeah, script, which I read, and it was fucking pretty good. What I mean, it? yeah, it was it was funny. Uh, I don't want to say like exactly what it was because I'm going to get it wrong, but there was one joke I was like, holy shit, this is fucking this is fucked up, but it's funny. <laughs> It was some something along the lines like they had this stupid ass scenario of he was walking like this uh, rhino in Africa. Deadpool was and <laughs> this guy tried to fuck him over and he shot him between the eyes and he said some fucking joke. Think about like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, yeah. but he says something along the lines of. This will. This is going to be a teacher in a sticky situation, <laughs> you know, with all the gun shit. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy shit!" There's just a, a there was a lot of kind of real life issues, but right. turned funny. Um, so it, it's kind of too bad that this won't come to fruition. Um, would you have watched something like this? I don't know. I, I've thought about if I would watch that or not. I don't know. I also have thought: is is he too big for an animated series like that? That doesn't. That you don't get a star, I feel like to to do that. And I don't know if he would have been like voicing him. Right. I he would. I know he would have been writing it. I don't know if he would have been voicing. Right. I don't know if that matters, but right. I would assume he would have had some type of yeah, probably voice in this series. But I, I feel like he's almost gotten too big for that type of role, whatever you yeah. want to call it. So I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I'm not sure if I'll watch it. I really don't. Yeah, I probably would watch it. Is just, it what is it going? Where's it going? Well, it was going it, to... It, it's done now. They're not doing it. Right. But where, where was it? It, it would have been going to... Uh, so there's FX and then there's FXX. It would have been going to the okay. FXX. So Is it, that like their streaming one? It's, no, no, it's just kind of like like Fox Sports and then Fox Sports 1. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just kind of the, the other... It's okay. the ESPN... Like the alternate. It's ESPN 2. Okay. Yeah. Um, and based off the script being 15 pages, it probably would have been 15 to 20 minutes. It wouldn't have been a full half hour. Right. So it w- kind of probably would have been one of those late night shows yeah, that just kind of throw yeah, away. I don't think I would have watched that. Okay. I probably would have watched it just because it's Donald Glover and Deadpool. I would have given it a try, but we'll never know now. All right, uh, this one can be short. Uh, a League of Their Own TV series is in the works at Amazon. Is nothing sacred anymore? <laughs> no, nothing sacred. But I would have this. This actually did intrigue me. I would have watched this. Okay, that was a very good, movie. very good movie. Very entertaining. They could. I think they could have done a whole lot of like funny ass things. Yeah. With a TV series, I think that would have been a really good fit for it. Actually. Okay. Uh, another thing, uh, Screen Rant played an April Fool's prank, and they said Tom Holland was going to. Uh, star in a Ferris Bueller remake, oh, and I quoted that, and I was like, "It's nothing sacred." <laughs> and then it came out as an April Fool's. I'm like, "Fuck you guys!" Um, all right, let's move on. Let's keep it uh, short and sweet here. Sports. Uh, the Masters tournament was this past weekend and week and a half, whatever. Patrick Reed won the green jacket. He finished first with a score of 15 under. Ricky Fowler finished second with 14 under. Jordan Spieth finished third with 13 under. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch it. I'm not a golf guy. I'm sorry. I know this is the biggest tournament, but uh, I just didn't get to watch it. Uh, what happened to? First of all, we can talk about the top three. Did did they impress you? Didn't it come down to a pretty dramatic finish? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spieth was like, I think he was at five under going into the day, like six or seven strokes back. Yeah, made a he had tied the lowest score ever. Um, on a Sunday in the Masters, going eight under and getting all the way to thirteen under, so he just had a dramatic, you know, finish. Yeah. Period. Uh, Fowler uh, birdied to get to fourteen under on eighteen. Okay. So Reed went into the eighteenth only up one stroke. It was a hole he has traditionally struggled on. So if he would have bogeyed, it would have gone to a playoff. So it was it was pretty dramatic. Um, cool for Patrick Reed. Um, he gets a lot of hate on Twitter and social media. Because he's has a very ugly past, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the guy. He's he's a different type of golfer. He's very he's he's emotional. He's kind of a yeller. Um, so he's just different. Um, but yeah, it, it was a great great Sunday of golf for sure. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, what happened to Tiger? I mean, did he come out the gate strong and then he kind of no, pissed I mean, it down, was, or he just no, wasn't? He just he struggled. With his irons, he wasn't getting them close uh, to the hole for birdie opportunities. When he got good birdie opportunities, he just barely was missing. Uh, I mean, it, some of it's probably rust. Uh, it was a tough golf course for sure, uh, tough conditions. So um, I, I, I thought he battled well. He was never really in contention. Um, some of the hype was a little bit overblown because it is Tiger about, you know, Tiger being back. Um, but I think it was good for him to go. All four rounds. Hmm. He battled through a lot. Um, and he, he showed some improvement throughout the final two rounds. So uh, I, I think overall it, it obviously was nowhere near what Tiger wanted. Um, but I, I think there's some some positivity he can take out of it moving forward. So Okay. Hopefully your boy will be back. I hope so. Okay. A uh, little NBA playoffs talk. Uh, the NBA playoffs have been set. The Houston Rockets will play the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oklahoma City Thunder will play the Utah Jazz. Portland Trailblazers will play the New Orleans Pelicans. Golden State Warriors will play the San Antonio Spurs. Toronto Raptors will play the Washington Wizards. Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Indiana Pacers. Philadelphia 76ers versus Miami Heat. And Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so a lot of teams that... You would really wouldn't think would have made the playoffs at the beginning of the year. Made the playoffs. Um, will you be watching? The Absolutely. NBA I think this is. I actually do enjoy the NBA playoffs. Yeah, this is um, the only time I watch the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch a little bit throughout. Um, but I, I think this is the first year in um, quite a while where, especially in the East, it feels like it's kind open. of open. Yeah. Um, I still think it still runs through LeBron. It always will as long as he's in the league and at the level he's playing. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the first time the East has had quality teams pretty much one through eight. Usually it's like three teams in the East that could actually win it this year. I think you could make an argument for probably six of the eight teams. Um, so it'll be interesting. And then uh, anytime you get the Warriors Spurs, yeah, the Spurs aren't as good as they've been in the past, but they still have pop. They still have some of those guys that are really tough. So I think that's um, an interesting matchup. And then obviously the storyline of will the Rockets beat the Warriors or will it be 
Rockets or excuse me, Warriors, uh, Cavs again. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of interesting storylines, and I think it's going to be a pretty fun playoffs. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'm, I'll be watching. I mean, when I really watch is the NBA Finals, right. but I'll, I'll try to. I'm going to try to actually watch the whole playoffs. So we'll see. Um, this is kind of old news, so we can briefly touch on it. Uh, March Madness came to an end. The national championship, one seed Villanova beat three seed Michigan, seventy nine to sixty two. Um, do you think that uh, this year will be remembered as the year a sixteen seed beat a one? Do you think it'll be the year of Loyola, or do you think it'll ultimately be Villanova's dominance? Yeah, I, I think people are going to overlook Villanova's dominance yeah. just because of what UMBC did as the first time ever a sixteen seed won, and then also the Sister Jean storyline. So yeah. I think when we look back on this, it'll be the Sister Jean and the sixteen seed. Yeah, I I agree, but I, I it's hard to overlook what Villanova did. I mean. Yeah. They won every game by ten plus. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they were they were clearly the clearly best team. the best team. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, let's talk a little bit about Conor McGregor. You can break this down for us. Uh, you were telling me you told yeah. me about this pretty much. I've uh, since seen right other things on the social medias, but uh, yeah, tell us tell us a little bit. Yeah. About so this. Conor was so so Khabib was Khabib is kind of everybody's dubbed him as the the guy who can beat Conor in his biggest competition in his weight class. Um, they were basically fighting for an interim belt, um, and it was basically set up where the winner of that fight was going to fight Connor in a true title fight. And um, one of the guy who he was supposed to fight, I think it was Ferguson, maybe dropped out a couple like a week or two before the fight. Connor wanted it on short notice. Dana White basically said, "That's not going to make us enough money. We can't market you for that long, yeah, uh, or that short of a time." Um, so we, we want to like really get you on a card where we can market you and make the most money off of it. Connor didn't like that. And then Khabib went to one of Connor's best friends who was also fighting on the card, um, and started messing with him kind of like behind the scenes. Connor took exception to that. He was coming to the States to watch the fight anyway, but him and about 20 guys stormed through, um, the gate after the press conference and started throwing stuff at the bus, which was carrying all of the fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, one dude got uh, one dude has uh, scratched. Um, what's the thing in your eye? Retina. Iris retina. retina. Okay. Um, he may never fight again. We don't really know. Crazy. Another dude uh, got gashes on his face and his head. Just another dumb. guy was hurt. So three uh, three fights got canceled because of McGregor's antics. He was arrested. Um, he turned himself in. He actually went to the to the card and watched the fights in person, which was kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a bad look. Listen, I'm I, I'll be the first to admit I, I love Conor McGregor. I'm a big fan. Um, I can't defend that. That that's undefendable. That's to me is one of the worst things. Childish, done. honestly. Super childish. Um, it, he's he's a he's a theatrical man, and he's you know he gets worked up and he does some dumb shit trying to sell himself his brand sell his fights but this this honestly crossed the line this was unacceptable curious to see how dana white handles this you can't really fire your biggest money maker your biggest star yeah you just can't so i don't think he'll get fired uh he's going to get sued yeah by probably the fighters that that lost the chance to fight um I think they have a good chance of winning that lawsuit. They'll probably get sued by the UFC for loss of damages um, because those fights weren't on the card. Um, and he could even probably get sued, I would assume, by Barclays Center, who had the fight. 
um, and maybe even the state of New York if they really wanted to, I'm sure. So uh, ugly, ugly situation. A lot of people were asking if this was staged. You don't stage having your biggest superstar arrested Mm -hmm. and some of your fighters actually hurt. That just is a dumb question to me. I don't even see the logic in that. Um, So it's really unfortunate to be – Really curious to see how this moves forward. That plays out. All right. Um, Let's move on to a little bit of music. We pretty much touched all these topics we were going to talk about. Talked about the weekend's uh, EP, My Dear Melancholy. One thing I do want to touch on this. uh, So the album, or I'm not even going to call it an album. It's a six-track EP. The It's suspiciously ended with a comma in the title. And this is really ticky-tack shit but conspiracy theory conspiracy theory i am saying that he's gonna pause briefly as a comma does and pull out a new full-length album that would that would be my hope but uh so he also randomly tweeted out literally just a comma so i was like holy shit my conspiracy is gonna come true and then he also tweeted out recently uh this is the tweet. Friday, 1125, desert time with a cactus emoji. What do you think this means? Do you think this is, uh, does it have something to do with Travis Scott? I know he's Cactus Jack. Uh, do you think that he's going to come out with another EP? Do you think it'll be an album? What, what do you think? I would assume probably an album. Oh, I, f- I would fucking I, I would think. Don't God, you? I would hope. I would think that that's what makes the most sense. I would hope. Honestly, I was underwhelmed with this six-track yeah. EP. Uh, yes, I, I I appreciate that it kind of has old weekend vibes, but to me, it felt more like it was. It, it felt PG thirteen to me, yeah. and I like the rated R fucking deep, dark, sexual tension vibes of the weekend. That's that's why I listened to him, and this just kind of felt like I don't want to say it was uninspired, but it just kind of felt like it was PG thirteen. Yeah, I do like the one song the the. The one that's blown up, single, Call Out My Name. Yeah. That's pretty good. He dropped the video for it today. I do like that one. Maybe it'll probably, it feels like an EP that'll grow on me, but just off a couple listens, I'm like, this is just eh, okay. But I really hope he comes out with an album. I would really, really fucking like that. Um, moving on, we talked about Drake's new single, Nice For What. Uh, it's sampled Lauren Hill's song, X Factor. Fucking love it. I probably listened to it close to 20, 30 times. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, it's on repeat. Um, the video is awesome. has a lot of cameos. Uh, Olivia Wilde, Rashida Jones, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Issa Rae. Just a shit ton of people in it. I highly recommend watching that. Uh, one thing we haven't really covered, Post. Mal- I know you're not a big Post Malone guy, but he announced his upcoming album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, will be dropping on April 27th. Uh, he also revealed a new song. Uh, he played it during a live like dive bar, Bud Light performance. It's called Stay. It has more, not like a rock country vibe, but he was playing the guitar. Um, really, from what I've heard about this album, he's really going to try and stretch the genre. Like it's gonna, There's going to be guitar in it. It might have some country vibes. Like So I'm really interested in this album. Um, he 
all has also released Rockstar with 21 Savage and Psycho with Ty Dolla Sign. His manager called the album one of the greatest albums of this generation, which is pretty fucking bold. It is. Does this excite you at all? I know you're not a big Post I'm not Malone a big guy. Post Malone fan, but I will definitely listen to the album. Okay. I'll give it a chance. Um, I d- I like Rockstar a lot. Yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. Okay. Here is uh, my hot take for the podcast. So uh, I was talking to this with a buddy at work, and I was saying that I am not a big fan of like the new age, the new a- the new wave of rap. It's kind of trappy. It's right. fucking. It's just not my thing. I like Kendrick Lamar, Logic, J Cole, more lyricist. Chance rapper. Yeah, more lyricist, and. If I could pick one person to lead the way of the new sound, what I would want the new sound of rap to be, if it's not going to be straight bars and lyricism and storytelling, it'd be Post Malone. Interesting. The dude can sing. He he just sings with so emotion. He's a pretty good rapper. Like, what yeah, about, what about yes, Chance? I, well, yeah, Chance. I, I would throw Chance in kind of the old head category. Okay. So. Yes, I love Chance, and if I had to choose, obviously I would want like that type of rap to move right. forward and you know thrive. But if if this fucking new wave of rap is going to inevitably take over, I would want Post Malone or Travis Scott to be the sound, the okay. the leaders of that sound. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I I, I get what you're saying. I I don't know. I haven't thought about it that way. Um, I'll, I'll try to give that some thought. Yeah. And we can it's circle kinda, back it, on that and another it's podcast. Kind, it's kind of a hot take. It's kind of a different I just perspective. Feel like he's pissed off so many hip hop fans. That's the thing. That it's going to be hard for him to do that. I feel like whatever he does, no matter how great it is, he's not going to get the love and the respect from the, yeah. the hip hop community that he's going to be able to lead it that way. Yeah. And that that's very fair. You can call him a culture vulture. Um, he's culture appropriating sure but the dude fucking makes good music period like i when i when stoney first came out i was like this is okay it's good then like i listened to it you know over and over a few times and there's not one song on there that i will skip when it comes on shuffle it's just it's just good music period and you could say that it's not really rap he's singing he's playing guitar but that's what kind of makes it cool it's like he's stretching the genre i will say he's one of the rappers that's grown on me the most i would say over probably even the last year okay in the sense where i i refused basically to listen to him early on yeah but the more i do listen to him the more i appreciate kind of the art yeah, that he he see, does give. See, that was me when like White Iverson came out. Like yeah. I was like, I'm not listening to this. That's dude. All, yeah, that same exact. Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna listen to this dude. And then GoFlex came out, and I'm like, all right, this is different. This is interesting. Yeah. And then the album came out, and I'm like, all right, a lot of people are giving it love. I'll give it a try. And then I really started to like his music. So that's why I'm really excited about this album. Uh, the fact that his manager calls it the, the one of the greatest of the generation. Yeah, maybe hyping it up a little bit. But honestly, like, if you, you open, don't say that if it's shit. Yeah, if you open your mind a little bit, I could honestly see it becoming a great album. Because I know he has plans to, like, bring in 
different sounds and different maybe genres mixed with rap. So that's why I'm I'm really intrigued with this album. My question to you, what features would you like to see? Um, it, it could be anything. I've heard, and this this you can laugh at this, but I've heard like Hank Williams is going to be on this album. I've no heard, thanks. I've yeah, I've heard Nicki Minaj is going to be on this album. We have. 21 Savage and um, we have what's the other one Ty Dolla Sign like who, who if you could pick anybody it could be from any genre really because you never know with Post Malone who, who would you who like I to would see like, like to hear him mix with what about like a Logic that'd be could really you see cool. those two working be, together at all yeah that'd be cool I could see it I could see I, them doing like a really different yeah like, I would I would say if I could pick any two people it'd be Kanye and Drake That'd be interesting. Yeah. I doubt he'd get Drake. The, those uh, are big names. Yeah. He's been on a Kanye. What about a Yellow Wolf? That'd be... Because those two kind of have that, like... The country Rap, kind of, country, yeah. rock kind of vibe. Maybe that one will be with Hank Williams. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Uh, we only have, what, fucking couple weeks to wait yeah. for that. So that'll be interesting. Hopefully, it comes to fucking fruition. He just... So back in December, he's like, this is coming out December 10th. Yeah. And so hopefully this has some validity with this date. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Uh, let's briefly, briefly, because this has been a long podcast, talk about Trey needs love. I have one thing for this. All thing. right, let's so, do it. I got my doctor hat on. Okay. So um, here's my take on like Tinder and Bumble and shit. And maybe I'm wrong for this. But if you're hot enough and, and farmers only, don't forget about that one. I know you're on there. I'm a city slicker. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you're hot enough and you put your Snapchat and or Instagram in your profile, maybe we've already talked about this a little bit. I'm gonna probably Bits fucking and pieces, yeah. probably hit you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this fucking fine ass girl on Bumble puts her Instagram, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll follow her. So I followed her. She kind of has like fitness vibes. Like she's posting like inspirational shit about, yeah, it's whatever. But she's a smoke show. And so I'm like, all right, I'll shoot my shot. So I messaged her on Instagram. And I was like, I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but you're like, you're gorgeous and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, there's no way she's going to respond. I get a response. She's like, F off. <laughs> no, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I was along, it was along the lines of like you're gorgeous, and uh, I I like scrolling in her reported as spam. What did she report you as spam? No, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> not. Uh, looking at some of her pictures, I saw one that said, "Oh my God, uh, it's official! Coming to Des Moines in a couple of weeks for a job." And so in it, I was in, when I messaged her, I was like, I thought you were going to say it's official. I'm having a boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trey. <laughs> you like to gun my life in these <laughs> fucking segments. No, so she, I, I said, like, if you need somebody to show you around Des Moines, I'd love to show you around Des Moines. I'm like, shooting my shot. I drive a taxi. <laughs> so she was like, she responded and she was like, thank you. I appreciate it. And I go, and then I was like, Something along the lines of, like, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. She s- responds where she's from. Then I go. Um, is she, where is she from? Give me the state. Iowa City. Well, that's a city. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, And then I was like, I shot my shot, and I was like, have you ever heard of a restaurant that we know? 
I'll just say it. To me, is yeah. throw some love to me. Is <laughs> to me is in sons. <laughs> to me is in sons. I was like, have you ever heard of to me is? She goes, no. What's that? And I say, the best Italian restaurant in town. You should let me take you when you get to Ooh. Des Moines. No response. <laughs> 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 Fuck. So she said, uh, let me hit you with that hard pass. So let me. I mean, let me tell you. Am I in the wrong for a shooting my shot? No, I, or I, I think if she's a smoke show, it's definitely worth it. Shoot your shot. Um, I know if if your girl Taylor would be here, she'd be like, "No, you can't do that." Yeah, well, but she yeah. backed out on the podcast. I'm not even yeah. hitting her ass up for this shit anymore. Yeah. Well, as you shouldn't, because <laughs> you got the true doctor love sitting here. That's right. That's right. Um, no, I I think it's worth it to shoot a shot. I mean, what's the worst she says? No, or doesn't reply. I mean, exactly. I, I think you got to half expect going into that. Nothing's probably going to come out of that. Yeah. Just because, I, I mean, mean, that's a hard way. I mean, to, I do I do expect that. Yeah. <laughs> no. so, so, exactly. So, I mean, I think as long as you expect that, then. So, here. And as long as she wasn't like, oh, yeah, take me there. And then, like, she's messaging, messaging, messaging. And then it, she's like, it's date night. And she's like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 you, you, cut your point, Blake, you cut to the chase instead of wasting a bunch of your time. Mm-hmm. You ask her, you say it, and it doesn't work, doesn't work. So, I I'm not gonna be a fucking creeper and be like, like email or messenger back email. like a million times. Send her a, a snail mail. <laughs> yeah, snail mail. Uh, like in a couple of weeks when she said she's moving to Des Moines, I'm gonna message her one more time and be like, the offer's still on the table. Yeah, is uh, that think, is that is that fair? I think that's fair. If she if you get no response from that, it's then dead, you then it's you know over. it's dead. Yeah. Yes, I'm not a fucking creeper. I I, I get that. I get that. Uh, yeah, your boy just your boy just needs some love. Yeah, hey, you know it's tough saying? out there in the streets. It is honestly like maybe I'm just a fucking loser. I don't know, but I feel like it's a very hard time to just like go out and fucking find yeah. like well, a girl. Economy's doing well. But Housing what? market's great. Tough times, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like <laughs> no, I'm, I get what you I'm mean. Just, I get I'm what not, you mean. I'm not the type to go up at a bar and be like. How you doing? How you doing, baby? You know Let me mean? hear you with these pickup like, lines. Exactly. Let me buy you that, that that's expensive just, ass drink. I so would you can be, drink it and walk away. <laughs> I would be I would be better in the sense of like either meeting up somebody on a Tinder or a Bumble or if someone like a mutual like, friend. Yeah, like hooked me up. All right, so let's give so, a shout out to all so, the listeners. If you know a single girl and she's hot, and don't be sending me these four hundred pound women. <laughs> all right, third like like Trail like settle, forty year old like, 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 like your girlfriend w- tried to hook yeah, me up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Trail settle for like two fifty. Two fifty, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's about where we'll I'm say, at. Right we'll now, say two fifty or less. <laughs> Uh, if you have any suggestions, hook a brother up. Hook a brother up. Send up, send up to the Are You Entertained podcast. DM us. We'll see how many people Let listen to three hours that we've been on. Maybe <laughs> give us like a, a a solo shot. Maybe get a, a side angle for us. Mm. Yes. Um, give us some deets. Yes. Hit us up. Yeah, maybe we can. You can play Love Doctor along with us. Your boy needs. If love. you have some advice for the dawn of entertainment on how yeah. to get love, yeah. let us know. Let us know. Let <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Cruising your airways. Real weird. Two guys talking in that voice. Sensual soul. Room. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. All right. Thank you, everybody that stuck this out. This yes. was a long one. It was That's actually long. for me. This one was really a lot of fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, we got to break down kind of different perspectives on some kind of some weird topics yeah. that are near and dear to our heart. Definitely. Uh, you know, the topics that we love to talk about. Yeah. Hopefully you love to listen and, uh, and get our opinion on. 
Um, so we, thank you to the ones who stuck yes, it out. The for real this ones, very long. Y'all, podcast. y'all are real. Let me say, I do want to do like something like this every year. We can't do like this. Yeah, every we got to do like two thousands and like yeah. So like, like find like, a way to break it down. Like next year to kind of celebrate March Madness, we should we should do more of a topic. Yeah, you know what I mean. That'd be dope. So we'll we'll uh, be on the lookout for that if you're you know we'll around with us for another year. You know what I'm saying? Remember, we just dropped the unfiltered cinematic for Ready Player One. Go check yes. that out. Let us know when you see it what you would give the score. Yep. We'll have we'll start to keep a running tally of yep. all of our scores throughout the years. Be on the lookout for more unfiltered cinematics coming um, very soon. Coming very soon. We're really ramping up the video platform. Uh, I'll be doing Big Brother breakdowns if I don't get in the house. I haven't got that call, so I'm assuming I will be doing <laughs> Big Brother breakdowns. Uh, we're gonna, you know, I have trailer tra- trailer talks, breaking down trailers. Um, if you have a good video idea that you'd like to see, throw us out. We got the pop culture dinner trays every week. We got our podcast. Look at our website. Um, a lot of things going on. Yes. Don't forget to vote on who you think has a better bracket. Yes. And if you want to fill out your bracket or give us your final four, your champion, whatever you want to do, uh, shout out to us. Hell yes. Let us know what you think. And let us know who won so we can dish out the punishment. Definitely. We'll have to do a big punishment next time because yeah. this was a big this was, this big. was a big bracket. So definitely. Uh we'll make sure you do that as well yes. on the Are You Entertained Twitter. Hell yeah. All right. That's the podcast. That's it. Thank you for enduring enduring <laughs> it with us. I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon, the Constantly Yeri. And we will always be back for more. Stay safe.